Hey everyone, thank you for watching this edition of KGUP Presents. I'm your host, Mikey J. I'm super pumped for this episode because we have the one, the only Russian vids, also known as RV Truth himself. You don't want to miss this episode, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Mikey J here on KGUP Presents. I know, I know I haven't posted a video in quite a while and my it's because my schedule has been really hectic and I just, I don't like, also don't like to interview just anyone and I'm not much of a rambler or video editor. I, I pretty much only do interviews. And however, I have been working on a side project and a lot of, a lot of you will actually appreciate it because I'm actually putting together a flat earth video um, it's pretty much a recap of my journey to becoming a flat earther uh, over the last you know 18 months it's coming up on two years already um, I don't want to give away too much because honestly I haven't done a whole lot of production yet I'm actually you know still in the research gathering you know facts and scientific evidence and that itself takes a while a long time and I don't know if you're aware but I went to college to become a journalist and as a trained journalist, I have an issue with saying something without backing it up with facts and citations and all that jazz. Um, I don't know how entertaining it's going to be because, I, you know, like I said, I'm not the best producer or video editor. I mean, I can do some basic stuff, but more importantly, I felt the need to put myself out there because I do meet a lot of people that are on the fence and do question the mainstream. And I know what it's like because there's a lot of misinformation out there and slowly over over my life, I just put things together and decided that, 
you know, just realize that mainstream is just lying to us constantly, and there's a lot of censorship. And uh, I wanted to put make a video from my perspective because I, I'm kind of one of those people that used to believe in the globe model, believed in space, and I was also one of those people that was it was just doubting everything I was being told. But uh, that's not what this episode is about. Like I said before, I don't want to just interview just anybody. I mean, I bring people on the show that I personally enjoy watching and listening to. And today, today's guest is no exception. He has his own show, and it's a pretty damn good one. I, I discovered Russian Vids when he was a guest on Conspiracy Castle a couple, few months back. And from there, I just started watching his show, and he covers so many great topics. He does a lot of interviews. He dissects the mainstream news, Hollywood, sports, political leaders, and exposes all the mistakes that NASA and SpaceX makes. Uh, you name it. Uh, you might only know him from the photo of Rowdy Roddy Piper. And uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper just so happens to be my favorite WWF wrestler of all time. So without further ado, let's bring him on, the man of the hour, Mr. Russian Vids himself of RB Truth. What's up, my guy? Mikey, I appreciate the very generous... Um introduction and uh, definitely you're in the, a very good position when you when you say Roddy Piper is your favorite pro wrestler because growing up it was this obviously the same case with me but of course my theme is not from the Roddy Piper from the WWF it's John Nato from They Live but both characters um, I enjoy tremendously one for entertainment one for truth in plain sight with the John Carpenter movie They Live yeah. Uh, yeah, we definitely want to talk about that. Um, but first, I mean, I, you know, when I emailed you, I was shocked how quickly you responded that it was like the equivalent of catching a trophy fish in the first 15 minutes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're so popular. I mean, you have, you know, thousands of views and thousands of, of subscribers. And, you know, I looked at all your material and I, obviously you had been your channel has been deleted. So I because it goes back even further than just one year. I mean, you had, you know, videos from like four years ago, and you were probably deleted way back then, too. Multiple times and more times than I probably can count, over two dozen. You know, I had channels wow. with, uh, I had two channels simultaneously going, 150,000 subscribers in a year, uh, 50 million views back in 2016. But before that, you know, I was on YouTube going back 2008, 2009, 2010, covering um a lot of topics prior to flat earth which we're going to get into of course later and uh, just to, just what i'm getting at is um unfortunately with the whole youtube algorithm the way things are set um i we cannot always say everything we want to say we cannot uh produce video productions like we want to uh we have unfortunately it's self-censorship with the way things are on youtube we try our best to work our way around that and that's what I'm doing now. And actually, I'm using a different name, of course, uh, going by Russian Vince. Now I'm going by RV Truth. Um, different layout, different photo, different everything uh, to beat the algorithm. <laughs> you right. know, and that's what I've done. And that's what I'm doing. And and just being careful. I want to, you know, keep the channel alive. And, you know, I, it was, I was always just kind of like bullheaded and just kind of like I want to speak the real truth. But speaking the real truth, you're not going to last. You got you got to be smart about it. You got to, you know, kind of code things, you know, with the the words you use. And I won't mention it in detail here, but definitely there's a way around the algorithm and to keep yourself alive on YouTube. 
Yeah, I've been learning like little tricks of how to say things, and and if you do say them, you have to say it in a certain way where the affliction in your voice doesn't isn't giving it away. Or I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Well, I'm, I'll say this, Mike. A lot of laughing, even those three subjects. A lot of your tone of voice, a lot of laughing, not a lot of uh, yelling or uh, this angry sound. And that's definitely detected in the algorithm. So the you know whenever I mention something that I, I kind of uh, veer off and get a little bit heated, I kind of mm -hmm. end it with a, a, a laugh and kind of like a joking manner um, because I'm sure the algorithm detects even those things where your tone of voice, like you said. So yeah, definitely that. And we we call known events that I've covered in the past um, with these schools. I call them bang bang events instead of <laughs> what they really are. And these are different just different terms um, that are used to get past the algorithm. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, those bang bang events I had been following for, you know, ever since uh, the Batman one. And uh, that kind of woke me up. And, you know, at that time, I think I was just starting to listen to Alex Jones and he was going into full detail and he had, you know, his website and he was like posting all these photos of like, these, these actors that were making it appear as if these events were real. And I just started putting two to two to two and two together. And I, I was just realizing how phony all these scenes were and nobody was even looking at it. I mean, they wouldn't even consider looking at it. They would just first look at where it came, where the information was coming from. And if it wasn't something that was like, you know, you know, NBC Universal or, or, you know, CNN, I mean, they just weren't even, they wouldn't even consider it as fact, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's goes back to uh, Brzezinski back in 1972 um, of course, uh, deeply embedded with the, the U.S. government, where he talks about, you know, how, um, you know, soon the public, you know, after watching last night's, last night's news, they, they will be unable to come to conclusions based on, you know, using their own mind. They're going to basically just repair it, repeat what is presented. And that was the ultimate goal. And of course, that's uh, mission accomplished. That's exactly what's happening People, you know, in society, they work their nine-to-five jobs. They're just trying to make ends meet. Um, you're, you're putting more on. You're putting, uh, loading more onto them when when they come home from work after a long day. They just want to sit back, watch the news, um, and just absorb like a sponge what's presented. And it's just more work for them to break down, analyze things. And uh, you know, it's just it's just the thought of having to question what's presented now you got to question everything so if you if you open up one um uh you know can of worms you have to open them all up so now you have to question everything so that's why a lot of people shut down the notion um that these are staged events they don't want to go in that direction because again now they got to reevaluate um their whole belief system in the media and uh it's 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 really huge because obviously there's so many uh, different news networks, but people need to understand is these people sitting behind the counter, uh, or I should say the desk, the news desk, not the counter. Um, they're just reading off a script, obviously, and they're just news readers. They're not actually reporting. They're not actually going to these events um, and seeing it for, their, for themselves when it's initially reported. Then, of course, you might have your one or two uh, correspondents at the actual site. Uh, 
And obviously, um, these are just actors when, when they go there. But the, the bottom line is, um, you know, your, our news is controlled. Um, if people look at just fine details, you look at CNN, it's a Time Warner owned uh, a company. You look at Court TV going back in time, then later on transition to True TV, um, even TMZ. Uh, these are all, all owned by Time Warner. So it's almost like Coke owning a Sprite. You know, it's like they're supposedly competitors. They're, they're right. supposedly sovereign, but they're actually under the same umbrella. So when people look deeper, they're going to understand the whole concept of, um, yeah, there's a lot of different uh, news networks, but there's the parent companies are just a few when, it, when you break it all down. Right. They're, they're all basically saying the same thing and, and yeah. getting the same press releases. And this is what they're allowed to talk about. And uh, yeah, you can see right through it. I mean, but you just have to be aware of what you're seeing in comparing and contrasting each network and how, how very alike all of their scripts are pretty much the same. I mean, there's... Well, I'll say this, Mikey, you know, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head here. One thing I always explain to people, you know, you, you have the conservative network, and really only one when it comes to Fox News. Everything else is liberal as far as CNN, uh, MSNBC, ABC, CBS. They're all the, on the liberal side. So they're, they're really pushing the, the left, the liberal agenda. But it's like the duality. It's like the yin and the yang. Um, where they have to have the contrast. It can't. It would be too obvious that there, you know, there's obvious manipulation going on when you only have one side of the story. So, but what it comes down to is um, they'll debate, for example, the the conservative aspect versus the liberal um, aspect of things when it comes to politics. But they keep people um, in a box. You can you can debate only certain things. You cannot step out of that spectrum. Where, where they allow the narrative to be um, discussed as far as what could be what could be uh, debated, what can't be debated. They're the ones that, that command that. They're the ones that dictate that. And if anybody steps out of those boundaries, then you're a, quote, conspiracy theorist. You're a nut job. And so they're definitely uh, mind-controlling society in how to think, what to think, what they can uh, debate. So just a quick analogy not that I believe in aliens or UFOs, but back in the 80s, it was your nut job if you believed in aliens or, or UFOs. But then later on in the late late 90s, going moving forward, then you have people like Mishukaku and other uh, so-called scientists come out and say the possibility of, of extraterrestrials is, is you know, it's it's very possible. So when they people hear that, the millions upon millions of people hear that, now those people can go in that direction. So this is the mind control that's taken place um, at every level, but the the UFO, uh, which is uh, the UFO aspect, which we can get to later. That's that's one that they're really gonna they're really pushing lately. But it's funny how it went from your nut job to now it's accepted by many people in society with all the videos uh, released by the Pentagon supposedly, and they're definitely setting the stage. They're not going to air something, uh, you know. They're not going to waste precious airtime discussing things bringing it up unless it serves an agenda. Right. You know, you mentioned uh, Edward Bernays uh, earlier, and that was one of the the key things that kind of woke me up to the deception because, you know, he wrote a book in like 1923, and then he wrote another one in 1942 or 47, and it was about propaganda and how you can manipulate the, the masses by just 
you know, subtle influence and subtle things, not nothing too dramatic, but just gradually over time, you can manipulate the, the masses in order to think and do things to your favor. And, you know, I mean, next thing you know, I mean, all the commercials were started to be started to to gear people to purchasing certain products and, you know, getting them to do things that, you know, that the government couldn't just say, you know, you need to do this, but they had to be coerced. So it, it appeared to be their original idea, like, oh, this, this is for the greater good and I need to do this. But, you know, in order for the government to get people to do it, they, they needed to be manipulated and just made to believe that these are original thoughts, but they were being coerced the entire time. And I had this, you know, years later, uh, probably 10 years later, uh, I, I invited uh, my philosophy, philosophy professor to an event and we were talking about it and like yeah you know your class is what woke me up to all the deception and i started looking at things differently and he was just like arguing with me because at that time you know hillary was running against trump and and i was kind of like in that whole paradigm myself and so i was kind of like half awake half asleep but you know later on after discovering like the whole flat earth thing i realized i was completely asleep (laughs) But it was just this whole gear of like making you believe that there was one or one side was lying to you and then the other side was the truth. But in reality, we were being lied to on both spectrums. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, you're talking about politics, you're talking about a two headed snake and it's option um, A or B. And then they, of course, give us the alternative with the independent, such as Ron Paul, Ross Perot, and these types. But every single um, every every single area you turn to, it's controlled, right. and it's like I look at it as a uh, like a watching a movie. If you're gonna watch someone in a movie, everybody that's in that movie obviously is paid to be there, and that's the same premise when it comes to politics. and And they always give us hints, you know, through all the lies they give us hints. Was it was it? I believe it was uh, Teddy Roosevelt who said many years ago, "If it happens in politics, it's meant to happen that way." Um, getting back to Hillary, you mentioned Hillary and Trump and this huge uh, debate. It's very, um, of course, uh, polarizing the left mm. versus right. And people's emotions get attached. Um, and, and of course, if you're a liberal, they're going to say things that you want to hear. If you're a conservative, obviously, they're going to say things you want to hear. This is part of pulling you in uh, like rat poison. But what I'm getting at is people need to take a step back and, and just look back into over time and Look at all the photos of Hillary um, and Donald Trump together going back to the early 80s when uh, Trump's uh, children, you know, with Hillary, they're all together. Um, you know, obviously people know that Trump um, Trump had a wedding with Melania. The Clintons were invited. They're all together. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yupping it I up. heard they're about that happy. wedding. I'm sorry? It was in India, right? Um, I don't know where it's located, but I, I know it was, in two, it was back in about, I think, 2005. Um, I could be off on the exact year, but it wasn't too long ago. But what I'm getting at, it went from it went from um, Hillary and Bill Clinton attending the wedding, many photos together, to the supposed uh, showdown, uh, the debates on all over TV, where of course Donald Trump says, "I'm gonna, um, you know, throw a have uh, Hillary Clinton imprisoned," uh, and and of course we all know what happened after the fact after Trump was so-called uh, elected, which I call selected, 
you know, he's uh, speaking at this one dinner gathering. Hillary's attending, and he goes, he goes on about how Hillary's a fantastic woman. Uh, you know, <laughs> we should give her applause. All these kind of things, and people have a very short attention span, not remembering just during the debates, just a few short months prior, how he was threatened to imprison her. So you know, again, it just I look at society as the individual. You know, they, they could be very. Um, you know, very intelligent, uh, sounding, and very uh, adept with what their profession is. But as far as society as a whole, they run in packs. They run, uh, it's, it's group thought, and they just go with consensus. And uh, and that's that's the reality of our of our society. Is people, the individual, smart, but uh, people as as a group are uh, more or less sheep and just go with the flow. And it's due to peer pressure, of course. And the perspective of people wanting to be liked and accepted, and you can't step out of that that spectrum that's being presented in the media. Because if you do, now you're an outcast. Now you're a black sheep. Now you're no longer going to be accepted in society. So it's definitely uh, mind control uh, on society that's taking place on both sides, left and right. And definitely um, with the news stories, um, they're going to uh, get to the emotions of people. And when you get emotional, obviously you're not using your mind. It's more reactionary type of thing, and and that's what's happening in society. So I, I look at and this is to be frank. I look at um, many adults as just uh, grown children when it <laughs> comes to the world deception. Because again, they they could be very they can know, uh, for example, how to program a computer, how how to you know uh, whatever whatever their job is. They could be very 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 well versed, but when it comes to the political aspect in the media, which is based on trust. Trust in the media, trust in what they're saying, um, you know. And this is where um, we have to remember, you know, just because someone—it's like the old saying. This is the best analogy I have. It's like this is a very popular saying back in the '80s. You know, you had a doctor who's a brain surgeon uh, come home after you know <laughs> brain surgery. Then he talks to his ten-year-old child and asks them how to program the VCR because yeah. they're, they're not well-rounded. That they know. They're the proficient in one area in their life. They're not a well. They're not well-rounded, and that's what it comes down to with many individuals. Right. Yeah. For some reason, we when we get older, we kind of step away from that creativity and that exploratory mind mindset, and so we can't figure out simple things like, you know, like when we get a new cell phone, it's like, oh, the, the technology is so far advanced that we we look at it and we're lost for you know a couple of weeks before we figure out how to actually operate it, but. A kid can figure out in a, in a matter of an hour, you know. Yeah, it, it's like it's like uh, the best knowledge I have as far as that's concerned. And I'm glad you brought that up. It's it's like language when 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 people when when children are very young, you can bring them in any environment. They can learn uh, a, a language if they're you know it's Japanese, Chinese, Russian, whatever it is. Uh, the mind is like clay when they're when people are young. Uh, when you get older, uh, trying to learn a new language, it's, your your mind's hardened it's the clay has hardened up and now it's very very difficult to learn <laughs> a new language it can't be done just like just like lear learning new truths you know we we can do that but it's 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 uh, uh it's very difficult because we've all been programmed to think a certain way and um beliefs and uh if people it's like like i said learning a new language if you're really a uh, passionate about it you can do it but it's very hard um after a certain point after i would say about you know, the age of 17, 18, um, it's very difficult. And that's also 
the political spectrum. Once someone uh, affiliates themselves with the political, uh, it doesn't matter if it's left, right, or, or middle, independent. Uh, once once you join that party, even in the deceptive uh, system that we're living in, it's how many times does a liberal become a conservative or conservative become a liberal? It just uh, very, 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 very seldomly, rarely this happens. And that's, of course, I'm talking just based on the deceptive le left-right politics. So people, uh, it's very hard to change people's uh, core beliefs once they're established. And this is why that one man in Germany once said, get them while they're young. Um, that's why programming and, and, and setting people's foundation, their core beliefs at a very early age. And that gets back to the school system. They call it the public school system. And they're really hiding. It's really the government school system when they call it the public school system, of course. Oh, totally. I mean, I've been watching it firsthand. I mean, I've been in in teaching for, I don't know, the last five, six years now. And um, I can see it firsthand, like how, how the brainwashing is done. I mean, we only show CNN 10 and, you know, we're always molding children's minds who think a certain way. And, you know, I just kind of like sit back and I, I there's really nothing I could do about it because the, the system has been changed. And, you know, it's not about information. It's about how to manipulate our youth to think, to think a certain way. So they're easily programmed, programmable. And uh, you just I mean, like history, when we teach history, I mean, so many things about, you know, nothing is taught before 1862 for some reason. And um you know, it, it's made me look at the mud floods and the orphan trains a whole different way and how our children have been reprogrammed to believe history was, you know, you know, programmed to for us to only see the future and nothing really matters beyond, you know, 1862 for some reason. Um, and I'm, I'm talking when I say 1862, I mean, like American history. And yeah. you know we can get you can get into world history, but they go back all the way to like the the end of the ice age and how people first evolved and like you know spread all over from Africa to Europe and then then gradually got over all the way to South America, which I don't really believe either. Which is all provided by Discovery, who is owned by Disney. So yeah. you can <laughs> all you have well, to yeah, do is follow that, uh, the um, money. This is something I've covered. Um, you know when the foundation's off everything else after that's off there's no when the, the foundation's a lie everything after that lies a lie as well so um that would get in the flat earth on that topic but as far as um everything you're mentioning as far as the education uh the school system you being a, a teacher uh you know you, you you know as far as being a teacher you can't deviate from the textbook you gotta you know yeah. you can have your own thoughts but you cannot deviate too far from that if, if you do um a teacher's gonna find themselves out of a job if it's reported Oh, hey, this teacher's uh, pushing conspiracies, um, you know, in this classroom, <laughs> right. then, you know, deviation. And the thing is, what it comes down to is, it's like, for example, uh, of course, teachers, they're all pushing the globe nonsense. Um, they never seen the curve of the earth for, with their own eyes. They they can explain the, the so-called rotation of the ball earth. They're just like all the students. They're just, it's just generational programming um, over many, many, many years and uh you know the conditioning of, of the minds of the masses and again it, it's very hard to step out of those boundaries uh when very few 
um, you know, are, are a bore. It's like this, you know, the best analogy I have as far as that's concerned, it's like, it's like attending a party with like, say 30 people. And uh, if you're the only person there, that's the flat earth there and you try to bring it up, everybody's gonna laugh at you. But if you bring <laughs> it up and two people or three people say, Hey, I've heard about that. And I find there's some truth in that. And it's interesting when, when it's now you have several people in that group of 30 and it's and now it's being proposed that this is a possibility. Other people, due to uh, unfortunate consensus, they're saying, hey, more and more people talk about this. Maybe there's something legit about it. So that's why it's so important, uh, you know, as far as topics, uh, getting the word out. And, and there's, you know, and there's definitely going to be more discussion about it. It's very hard during the, the, the inception of, you know, because we know the, the flat earth society is controlled. But when there's more and more people talking about the real flat earth, the real flat earth truth, with solid concrete evidence what we're talking about not just uh you know things pull out of thin air um and again what, right. what it comes down to is is one when more and more people are talking about it when there's more and more real hardcore evidence to validate what we're discussing it's gonna bring the the, the idea to the table and it's gonna be discussed with, within more and more people there's gonna be of course a certain percentage that are gonna reject it from the outset and that's of course that's to the bad stigma and heavy programming yeah, you know when I when I first opened the show, I was talking about censorship, and whenever you, I mean, you can have the title of the video exactly to the letter, and as long as you mention flat Earth, it'll give you the same you know thirty six videos of their propaganda that they want you to see first to show you how ridiculous this whole concept is because they show the whole disc in space, they show the 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 dinosaurs sh- you know shooting a fireball you know, hitting the, the disk in space, you know, and they, they show a disk in space with all the planets being round and spherical, and then, you know, a cat knocking over something off, off the disk, which is nothing like what real flat earthers are, what, they, what we believe in, because there is, there is no disk in space, there's no space at all, and they don't even want to touch that because they don't want people to consider that maybe we are the center of the universe and the universe is very small. <laughs> yeah, you just hit the nail on the head there. It's the YouTube algorithm. Before the algorithm was put in place, um, if I made a video on a topic, uh, not even regarding flat earth, one of these bang bang events, mm-hmm. it was it was basically it was open game. And what it came down to is you saw everyday people, um, their faces presented. Now it's like more or less turning on your TV, where you're going to see the algorithm turn to you're going to see people. Uh, behind, uh, you know, a desk, a news people, it's going to be more media types and the controlled opposition that are going to be for pages and pages and pages. So this is what I always tell people when I, when I talk about the flat earth, I, I warn them in advance, look, all the information I'm giving about flat earth, all the evidence, I'm going to warn you when you walk away, you go home and you do your own research, you're going to come upon page after page after page of propaganda on YouTube and Google, their algorithm is set. But the funny thing is, when it comes to Google itself, they have that little citation underneath flat earth videos about how it's an ancient uh, you know, belief and all this kind of stuff. But oh, yeah. the funny thing is, Google themselves had many earth days where they're showing the flat earth model. And there's about, a, I would say about eight to 10. Uh, and they're just mockery. It's just, it's just mockery where, you know, they'll, they'll say one thing, but they'll, they'll communicate with signs and symbols uh, the truth in plain sight and uh, definitely uh, these are flat earth models that they depict on their Google uh, Earth Days 
and again, it's just, it's just even the Google Chrome logo. If you look at it, uh, you know, it's literally the ice ring with the ocean in the center. So definitely, mm. they communicate. It gets back to Freemasonry, where they 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 learn to communicate without the use of speech, and that's a huge aspect, um, you know, with society and with what what's huge, which I always talk about, is symbolism, and, and definitely that's um, you know an aspect, and also which a uh, phrase I coined many years ago, truth in movies, lies in the news, where they give us, um, you know, the yin and the yang, uh, the, you know, through, through a movie. Uh, for example, Star Wars with this deep space programming from George Lucas with aliens and other planets and, you know, all, all this, all, all, they're, all they're pushing is propaganda space. But before the movie starts, the Lucasfilm logo is the flat earth model with the, the curved dome, with the sun and the moon underneath um mm. it's, yeah it's just flat out mockery so he's not telling anywhere the earth is flat he's showing you before the movie starts that you know while you're before you watch the propaganda we're going to put the truth of the flat earth right in front of your face and only those that understand signs and symbols where they put the truth are going to understand this and it's just going to go right the people are going to see it and not understand what's taking place the flip side is They'll also put programming in like soap operas. As the world turns, they'll show the spinning globe. And so there's there's both aspects of programming and mm -hmm. also the Easter eggs of truth in plain sight. And we can get more of that as we continue. Yeah, it's just like the uh, the Disney logo and how the, the shooting star goes over and the 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 castle that's in the middle of the, the video, which is that really represents the Tower of Babel penetrating through the barrier. The, the firmament yes. i mean that that is total symbolism and when you try to point it out to people they're like ah that, that that's you're just dealt diving into conspiracy and people are already programmed to already like debunk everything that you're saying because they don't want to see the reality like that the truth is in plain sight they really don't want to know yeah because now what you're telling them is why they get so uh, bent out of shape basically it's because um, sub their subconscious being attacked. The subconscious controls the conscious mind. And basically, what you're telling them is you've been deceived to believe something that's a lie. So mm -hmm. this is why a lot of people get upset. Um, they they kind of rage because it's like, how dare you insinuate that I'm deceived? I believe in, I believe in the in the mainstream narrative of we're living on a globe, and you're telling me I'm deceived. And everybody else is deceived. How dare you? But the thing is this, in, in, in my aspect. Um, I put many pieces together. It's not just Disney. You look at, for example, the first dome stadium in the world, the Astrodome, which basically, of course, translate to the Star Dome, where mm. they have a glass ceiling above. Um, they have a, a rain. They have a rainbow uh, seats on the in the upper deck that go around the whole stadium. Uh, it's based on. Mm. It was based on astronauts because the Houston Astrodome. Uh, before it was the, the Astros, the Houston Astros baseball team, they were the Colt 45s. So they were converted from the Colt 45s to the Houston Astros, and the actual uniforms were that of a rainbow. The groundskeepers, they were dressed in astronauts' um, outfits. In the actual parking lot, they had Polaris as a, as a symbol, as a statue outside. Um, everything about the Astrodome, um, is ba they're basically showing us a flat earth model in plain sight. And millions upon millions of people attended events at the Astrodome, not just baseball games. The Houston Oilers 
uh, football games, uh, concerts, and people have no idea what they're looking at. But definitely the, the glass ceiling, the glass uh, the glass dome above, that's the firmament, which is mentioned in the Bible. And uh, yeah, and, and the funny thing is, too, when you hit a home run, um, they had this graphic on the, the big screen of the ball going through the glass ceiling, just like they showed during the episode of The Simpsons, when right. Homer hits a home run and it hits the glass ceiling and the waters above come crashing down. But it's not only that, Mikey, it's, it's more to it. That's just one example. You have the egg dome. In in, uh, in Japan, you have the Sky Dome in Toronto, Canada. The Sky Dome. So yeah. they have, and you had the Sun Dome in Florida. So they're definitely putting the whole concept of the dome, the King Dome in Seattle, as we all know. And they, they actually implore that later on. But in biblically, um, it was called God's King Dome. The King Dome. Yeah. It, it's basically... Uh, you know, the etymology is the, the kingdom is, you know, the kingdom is kingdom. It's just, you know, they just changed up a little bit. But definitely right. it's in biblical scripture where the kingdom is mentioned. So definitely um, as far as uh, why it's so important to cover the flat earth, it's because this is the foundation of all lies. And to those that say, ah, oh, flat earth, why is it important? How about $65 <laughs> million a day? NASA's budget that's coming out of our pockets. Um, you right. know, if, if they if they don't have deep space, they don't have uh, they cannot um, you know push the propaganda. Of, we need these funds to send these probes to Mars or to distant planets when they literally were all within the firmament. So this is why it's so important um, hiding the crater, and, and that's a huge part what they're doing is when you remove God, they make themselves gods, and right. that's what it comes down to is, is this worldwide deception. It goes very deep. And we have to be careful when we present too much to people that are new to these concepts because it's too much too soon and then a lot of people just run off. They run away because their minds just explode because there's too much information too soon. Well, I, I've noticed that a lot of, more and more people today have grown up not ever setting foot in, the, in a church. And I'm, I'm not saying that church is the, the correct way of learning about the truth because a lot of religions are all just kind of controlled opposition. Yes. I, I, and, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll just touch up on that. And it gets back to you as an educator, as a teacher, Mikey. You can't deviate from from the textbooks, but the, the church they do. is the, the flat earth is in Genesis, where the stars, uh, the moon and sun are mentioned, but no planets. Planets are just wandering stars. They're a different kind of star. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the flat earth truth is in there. There's so much truth in there that's not mentioned in the churches. So they completely deviate from the Bible. That's why myself, I don't attend church. Like you just said, it's uh, it's like this. They control science. They control the churches. They, they control everything mainstream. There's a lot of truth in the Bible, um, but people have to have good discernment and figure it out. You're not going to you're not going to get the truth from a, a televangelist, the biblical truth from a televangelist on, oh, no. on TV or, or even I hate to say even if you attend church. Um, if someone attends church, just like you attend school, uh, you have to attend. You have to use a good filter and take take what's good and, and and leave the rest. And it's it's very hard because a lot of people they have this kind of um, outset of well, these people that are on TV, they're on there because they're very high, they're highly educated, they're smart. So I better just sit back and listen to them. And when I attend church, I'm there to learn. Um, well, they're they're not taught to question. Just like when people read a textbook, 
Um, if it's written in a textbook, it's not to be questioned. You, you cannot question. For example, as a teacher and a student, if they have a debate, they always refer to the textbook as it's the, the truth and it's not mm -hmm. to be debated. And this is the problem. If it's written in paper, it's like written in stone and this is factual. But we all know science throughout the years is ever changing. Even science admits that from the, the, the distance of the sun. First calculated at supposedly 10 million, uh, uh, 10 million miles away. It went to 34, it went to 75, now it's at 92. So what is it? And if science is truth, uh, when it was 10 million miles away, that was truth at the time, quote, truth. So, you know, this, this is why people need to understand when it comes to science. That, that gets back to a scientist from the University of Maryland, um, uh, Professor Sylvester, uh, Sylvester Gates, who said, people don't know what science is. It's, nothing, it's not about truth. All we can do is come up with theories. And, and he says, he goes back to Einstein, where he says, I'm not sure if there's any truth in science. When it, <laughs> specifically when it comes to, uh, you know, the distance of the sun, what the sun is made of. These are all theories. That's why they call it the, the theory of evolution, the string theory, the theory of gravity, the theory of relativity, um, all these things. You know, just getting back, um, I'll let you continue. I'm sorry, I keep going on and on. But you know, no, I don't simple mind. things, simple, small, simple things. If you, if you, if you ask someone, the the basic foundational things of why the Earth is spinning, why there's inertia, they're not even going to know. But there's, but they're so offended if you if you mention the globe, they don't know it's because of the initial Big Bang, that initial Big Bang explosion, um, this rock in space, which created the so-called inertia that's still existing from a, from a billion years ago. Um, but one thing I'll mention, and I'll let you let you um, continue um, with the questioning, is I, I, I need to mention this. It's so huge to anybody that's new to the whole flat Earth. You know, basically, according to science, their their evidence, their proof that the so-called ball of Earth is spinning. Um, again, getting back to inertia is the fulcrum pendulum, which we all see in museums, where you know they have the apparatus swinging from the the, the floor. Of a, of, a, of a museum, the pendulum swinging back and forth, and this is supposedly proof, evidence, that the ball is spinning. First off, it needs to be pushed. Secondly, they're using magnets. And mm -hmm. if this is their their proof that the ball, the ball earth is spinning, then why doesn't a chandelier on your ceiling swing back and forth? Why doesn't a wrecking ball, uh, when it's stationary and not at use, why isn't that ball swinging back and forth? So the fulcrum pendulum is swinging back and forth proving the supposed spin of the earth but again it's just uh, a bunch of smoke and mirrors the, the, the bottom line is water always seeks its level and we can see too far everything after that that keeps people away from the truth of the flat earth there's lies stacked upon lies stacked upon lies and there's ever um they're always asking questions uh, because there's a lot of they, they they put a lot of stumbling stumbling blocks but just know the foundation of water being level we can see too far and just know after that it's lie after lie after lie. We can get into that, but I'm going on a bit bit long here. Oh, that's all right. You know, in um, 2014, I, I was in uh, teaching eighth grade, and we showed a video by Vsauce, and it showed the model of the sun and how the, the planets are just spinning in, in, in this continuous circle and flying through infinite space, and they were talking about the calculations and how fast we were going. And how the the sun, I mean, the, how the Earth is spinning around the Earth, uh, the sun at sixty six thousand miles, and how the all all the the planets are in, in synchronous 
s- speeds of 500,000 miles in the entire galaxy or the, the solar system is flying through infinite space at 1.3 million miles an hour. And I'm showing this video as they're as he's saying this, and I'm like, this makes no logical sense. When when have we empirically have tested this theory? And how, how do we know for sure? And have we observed this? We don't have any evidence from any satellite out in space that could show that we're actually flying at these speeds. And yet we're supposed to believe this as fact. And, and all the students are just like, you know, in grip of watching this video, like, wow, you know, and I remember being at that age and just being fascinated with it all and, be, you know, and, and watching all these movies and, and reading books and, and all this fantasy is just, con- you know, it, it, it's putting everything into concrete place that this is, this is reality, reality. I mean, why would we have science fiction if part of it wasn't true, you know? Yeah, and that, you just hit the nail on the head where it can't be proven scientifically. It's just, it's you know, you know, people will repeat these things as fact, but they can't. There's no evidence, and that gets back to supposedly the reason we don't sense or feel is because the theory of relativity, where everything is perfectly in sync, where we're basically, you know, we could be, um, <laughs> we could be in Australia, you know, uh, doing a high wire act and. And uh, or we can stack, you know, like they do in like San Francisco in the uh, one of these parks where they stack these stones uh, perfectly aligned where they're stacked up, you know, eight, ten feet. And, you know, they're just standing there perfectly. Well, again, you just mentioned the galaxy is supposed to be moving at one point three million miles an hour in this um, uh, this rotation and this, you know, the the, the rotation um, um, around the, uh, the the sun itself. So mm-hmm. all these things, and these are implanted in the minds of of society. And uh, again, once I look at I look at people. Another analogy I have is I look at people's minds like a CD-ROM. They're CD-ROMs. Once they're imprinted, they cannot be rewritten. They can't be written over. Our minds have to be like a rewritable CD, you know, mm-hmm. where with new information we can write over it and keep the mind flexible. That's why I always tell people: once you think you know it all, that's when you stop learning. And question all things, things that can be proven to you, um, and, and and not always just say, oh, just point to a scientist on 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 TV as evidence of anything. I was like, if that scientist can't prove um, these things scientifically, then it's pseudoscience. It's no longer science. People say, but we see images, we see a supposed video from space. Well, that's not based on science. I can yeah. show you a video of the Loch Ness monster. You know, in in, uh, in Scotland, you know, I can show you, uh, you know, aliens from the planet Draconia uh, in these fuzzy images. That's not evidence of anything. That's not scientific evidence. So what it comes down to is, again, there's many holes in the whole, uh, you know, heliocentric model. Uh, major things, major holes, such as where you have the heliocentric model with the sun, then you have Mercury and Venus, then the, then the so-called ball Earth. The problem is this: you have Mercury and Venus between the sun, and, the sun and Earth. The problem is we see Venus and Mercury at times at night, mm-hmm. and that means they have to somehow be on the other side of the ball, Earth, opposite of the Sun, and be where Jupiter is, where Saturn is, to have this happen. It's literally impossible to see these two so-called planets at night with the heliocentric model. It makes perfect sense. 
with the flat Earth model as the again as the stars and the planets are wandering stars as they rotate above. It, it gets back to again. Uh, I say truth in movies, lies in the news. Well, truth in music as well. There's this one band uh, from San Francisco called Journey, and they have that one song, "Wheel." The wheel in the sky keeps on turning, and that's basically uh, the sun, moon, and the stars. The sun uh, hmm. and the moon are like the two hands on a clock, and people don't realize that when you look at a wristwatch, that's literally the flat Earth model, where the the so-called North Pole, that's the centerpiece of the clock. Um, is is basically dictating how uh, the sun and the moon circle above, and of course they lap over each other, which causes eclipses. Uh, but other contradictory uh, contradictions when it comes to the whole globe. For example, when you have uh, planes flying on this uh, the spinning globe. So, for example, they say the Earth is rotating 1,100 miles an hour at the equator. But as you move, for example, up north in Florida, it's about 900. In New York, uh, it's about what about 500. So how do these the, the pilots, as they fly north and south, um, how do they uh, compensate for the different speeds, the, the different uh, mo- different speeds of the Earth as they go up north or come down south? And here's a huge thing: if you're if you're flying, say for example, from New York and you want to land in Jacksonville, Florida, with a now na- uh, with a uh, north Uh, south runway how do you uh, a plane going 500 miles an hour with the baller spinning 900 miles an hour how does the plane compensate for the spin of the earth and what the what the globe uh, globe heads will say is well the plane is you know it's moving a- along with the atmosphere but here's the problem this is the problem the huge problem with science is a contra- contradictory with the Cor- Coriolis effect so right. they say Science says when birds, uh, for example, they go they go south. For example, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the winter when it, when it gets cold in, in say uh, North America, they have to compensate for the, for the for the spin of the Earth as they fly south. Say to go to Mexico, uh, South America, uh, for the winter. So there's you know the Coriolis effect. Uh, the spin of the Earth affects the birds, but it doesn't affect the planes. Same with uh, people in the military. They say we have to compensate for the spin of the Earth, but planes don't. You know when they when they shoot rockets or or, or, or they uh, sniper fires is is, is uh, I'm gonna be careful. The sniper I should say he fires. I won't say the other word. They have to compensate <laughs> for the rotation, but the plane doesn't. The birds do, but the plane doesn't. So there's many contradictions within science. If people look deep enough and research it enough, they're gonna find things. Uh, people need to keep an open mind and and just. Um, there should be no uh, people should not have a side. People just should look at all the evidence and come to the conclusion based on what's what's presented. And that's what I did many many years ago. Yeah, and you know, I, my introduction I was talking about how I was going to make a video, uh, a flat Earth video, to kind of prove all these these facts. I mean, there's plenty of flat Earth videos out there, but. A lot of them are so hidden that the regular person couldn't find them. But you're, if you're subscribed to my channel, you'll be able to watch it. And a lot of people ask the same questions. You know, how how does the the sun, you know, um, light up the certain, you know, the the same side of the Earth, and how how is it not, um, how is it not covering the entire Earth if if it's, you know, um, over 
and close to the earth. And, you know, there's a, those are some of the things that I, I'm going to try to to answer because there's a lot of people that have answered that those questions. And, you know, I mean, that's just kind of basic stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. That's, here, here's the thing is, I don't mind these questions because, uh, you know, we can't just like, oh, you know, this is something we've answered many times. We, we, when we're involved with flat earth, we're going to be patient and explain these things. Uh, in detail so people new to it will understand there's no other there's no way around that of course um right. educating people on this it, you know if you look at the if you look at the sun with your your own eyes carefully uh say on a cloudy day you can literally see that the sun is just above the clouds literally mm-hmm. just above the clouds and just look at the moon um i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get on, on topic as far as the illumination of why does the sun illuminate the whole flat earth um and that's basically that's due to of, of course a very local local sun so again when it comes to uh uh science science is is you know based on duality just like freemasonry which which basically controls science uh if they tell us the sun is very large and far away it's the duality aspect you know it's relatively small and close so people can dispute or, or have an argument well i think the sun is 92 million miles away no i think it's 75 million you cannot go in the direction it's literally just thousand miles away that's why they teach on the extremes because the human mind, the psychology of the human mind, they can't it can't go from A to Z. Once you're taught one extreme, that's why they teach on extremes. Um, and you know, and, and definitely biblically, um, for example, the Bible says how the Earth is fixed, it's, it's stationary, does not move. And of course, science being the the opposite, it's going to say we're stationary and flat. So it's everything's in the exact opposite spectrum. And again, it's, it's too just too far for the human mind to go once you're taught uh, one thing. And, and the bottom line is, uh, here's here's something that people need to consider. We're, we're talking about the sun here, but we should also bring the moon into the equation because there's many times, obviously, we can see the sun in the moon in the sky at the same time. And so, what All is the, the other side of the ball Earth getting as far as sunlight or moonlight? When we could obviously both see both, that just tells you that we live. On, on a flat plane with the sun and the moon circling above. And this is something that, that people see um, constantly during the day. You see that, you see that daylight moon, the daytime moon. And if, if, if that so-called, uh, you know, moon, that's not 283,000 miles away. Um, they say it fluctuates, you know, the distance fluctuates slightly, but whatever the case may be, how do we see that, that distant moon, within our atmosphere, in the so-called atmosphere, I'll just say the word atmosphere, within our sky, during the day, if it's in deep space, during the day, that doesn't make sense. It should be, we shouldn't see it all. You know, just right. like, you know, just like, um, uh, you know, like I said, we see the sun and the moon in the sky at the same time, and this is going to get a, a bit deeper, but like science, again, the lies of science saying, um, the reason the, the moon illuminates at night is because it's reflecting uh, sunlight, you know, and when w- reality, I believe uh, the sun and the moon work together as one, and the moon is basically being charged. The, the sun and the moon definitely work together, electromagnetism creating the tides. But what I'm getting at is the lies of science stating how it, you know, the, the, the moon's getting a reflection. If that was the case, you know, uh, you know, we would see this beam of light through the sky, and they, they make all the excuses in the world, but basically. If people study the moon at night, you're going to see the clouds in proximity illuminated, you know, and 
that tells you right there it's giving off its own light. But again, when it gives off its own light, I believe it's because it's due to the charge, not the reflection, the charge uh, from the sun. It's just like those stones we all have seen um, where you put a flashlight next to it or you put it in light for a, a good amount of time, then you turn off the light and it glows, something to that nature, something to that effect. You know, Cami Nodal did a pretty awesome experiment with, uh, like, I, th I think she was using phosphorus as a, uh, a charging mechanism to demonstrate how stars um, absorb this, the sun's rays, and so that's why they illuminate at night and why they go away during the daytime because uh, they lose its charge, but then it's recharged that the sun circles back around. Yes. And uh, she created a model, like a real life model, and was able to re, you know, um, what's that? What's that called? Um, she was able to demonstrate how it works in in real life, and I thought it was like really fascinating. I was like, oh my god! I mean, that explains so much why we see the stars and why why even astronauts have claimed when they're above eighty thousand feet that they can no longer see stars and it's completely black. Yeah, and, uh, that, that's that exactly right. That's exactly right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was going to say, you know, you're on point, you know, because why do we see, you know, uh, sunlight? If the, if, the, if the sun's in deep space, why do we see, you know, light in the sky? But when they supposedly go into space from that perspective, um, the sky is completely dark. You know, the, mm -hmm. you know, it's there should be it should be completely illuminated just like we are on Earth and it's not. So. These are key things proving we this is a local sun. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you saw my video with uh, David Weiss, but I had talked about yes. how I met a uh, aeronautical engineer from JPL. And he told me that the, the, the sun is actually closer, probably 3,000 miles. They, they, he hadn't witnessed how close it is. And if there has been studies, then he's not been aware of it. But he, he knows for sure that the, the sun isn't 93 million miles away. And he also, you know, also stated that the, uh, this whole global warming thing is, doesn't exist. It's just a cyclical, cyclical thing of, of nature and how it, everything just kind of repeats at certain exactly. times. Yeah, I agree 100%. And that yep. all of it's political and they just use it to get people to be divided and it's it's a way of manipulating the masses into putting money into something that it isn't really real so that, that's that's spot on with uh with this with this gentleman stated i've said it many times for example um many you know years ago in california there was a so-called drought and my neighbors all panicking you know oh you know you're using a lot of water we have a drought and california's running out of water i said listen man as always, seasons run in cycles. There's going to be periods of a lot of rain. There's going to be periods of no rain. This is how it works throughout history. And then sure enough, the next year we had so much water, so much rain, and he felt really dumb because he was so sure because this was being pushed by science that right. California's running out of water. And now California has too much water and uh, a lot of flooding. But getting back to the, um, the, sci the scientist telling you, um, about global warming being a hoax. And this is one thing I've, uh, I've coined as well over the years, uh, making many fire videos. I tell them not only is global warming a hoax, the globe's a hoax. That's how <laughs> far the lies go. You know, yeah. and this, this is how deep it goes. And it's funny because, you know, again, they always give us truth in plain sight. 
Um, they love to mock and uh, about the truth. Um, John Kerry, during this one uh, conference regarding global warming, uh, so-called global warming, he goes, there's people that would make you believe, you know, that, you know, uh, there's no global warming and we live in a, on a flat earth and water <laughs> would just go over the side. You know, they, they bring it. And Obama, as we know, has mentioned the flat earth um, about seven, eight times during different speeches. And uh, but always here's the problem. He's always bringing up the flat earth society. So the, obviously flat earth society controlled opposition, claiming we're a disc in space. Uh, gravity's uh, basically uh, the reason for gravity is we're a disc moving up at space at a certain speed, and this is why we have gravity, which is obviously disinformation. So again, it's just like I, we talked about earlier, where they control science, they control religion, um, they they you know they're controlling the globe model, they're controlling the flat Earth model on the mainstream levels. So people, you know, it's very difficult because people are sheep and. They're always looking for, for leaders, and people need to have a mind of their own. It's it's simple as this. Listen to everybody, but come to your own conclusions based on what can be proven to you. And that's foundational for me. I do not uh, deal with, with things that I cannot prove. Um, but it's okay if someone has beliefs. Because we, for example, people argue beliefs, uh, what they believe. It's like arguing if food tastes good or not. That's a subjective uh, determination. You cannot argue if this slice of pizza is good or not. Uh, that's you know again, that's just a matter of opinion. It's subjective. So, but something that's not subjective is water signal. It's level. You know, um, right. you know. Here's something funny. I've covered it recently, where this one man on YouTube was giving a demonstration how to make a long distance level using a um, a hose, and at each end of the hose have these transparent um, type of jars or bottles uh, where it leads to where you can see the actual level because this is how you do it um, you know you, you have these these uh, hoses like say going underground and you you have them pop out the other end and you can literally when the when when you see where the water uh, the levels meet this is when you know you have a level surface it's because water seeks its level 100% of the time and this is 100% accurate so He's saying this, not knowing the implications of mm -hmm. the of the flat Earth and the globe versus globe Earth. When he says it, so you if you confront the same individual, he's gonna be like stuck in, in in this position. Like I just said this, but the ramifications is this means the Earth is flat. Yeah. So definitely, the, the the whole again, water needs containment to find its level. That's another issue as well. So yeah, it, again, the, the bad stigma. And the consensus on one side is keeping people away from this truth. But again, it all comes down to it's, it's not who's saying it. It's what could be proven. That's what it all comes down to me. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that the guy would have an argument like, oh, that's not the same thing. But in fact, water always finds its level no matter where it is. I mean, there might be some, some kind of like force. I, I think there's, you know, positive and negative uh, attraction and that's why there's tides and why there it's different at night when the moon's over you know over the plane versus the sun because they have different magnetisms and there's different attractions so that's why there's high tides and, and yeah. you know when well, the, salt water yeah salt water is highly um conductive it's 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 you know with the 
know, people true. have done experiments. This is something provable where you, you know, you can get, you lose electromagnetism and you can, you know, basically manipulate, move things due to the salt water, salt water's conductivity. That's why there's no tides in the, in the Great Lakes. Um, and, and right. but basically this just proves the creator created this. That's why he created the saltwater oceans, uh, with, with the tides. Um, so yeah, everything, everything can be explained, but here's a big thing, Mike, I want to mention about flat earth because, you know, uh, you know, all, you know, researching this for many, many years, the, it's very important to know the ins and outs. If we're going to have a discussion with someone, uh, regarding, uh, quote, uh, this quote debate, I don't like to have a debate discussion, of, of flyers versus the globe, the scientific explanation, um, you know, people, of course, standing upside down, their explanation is there's no up and down in space. There's no up and down. So wherever you are, that's basically up. Well, if you're in the ISS, if you're looking down, there's no up, up or down. Also, mm -hmm. a huge thing is if you're on the so-called globe, why do we see things coming down in space? If there's no up or down, we should see a shooting stars going in every which direction. We don't. Everything's coming down because we're mm -hmm. living on a plane. So everything can be easily explained, but people need to armor themselves with the information. And that's very important where I'm hitting on key things because the reason I'm going in that direction is I know these things will be mentioned uh, for people out there listening to this podcast that are on, on the fence and these topics are brought up. These are the key ones that are brought up and they're answers for everything. Um, it's just, again... Um, there's a lot of stumbling blocks beyond water being level and we can see too far. They're going to mention eclipses. Well, there's many times they, they mentioned the lunar eclipse. People say, well, explain that. Well, there's many times where we see um, the top portion of the moon uh, darkened during um, a, a lunar eclipse. How can I be explained on the globe model? You cannot be explained. So again, there's many, many holes. There's some things um, that cannot be answered as far as shadows, and, and, and exactly what is creating that upper part um, uh, eclipse on the moon. But mm -hmm. we have to always go back to what's on the ground. People will look at Aristotle's as, well, Aristotle's proved that we lived in a globe by sticking these, um, putting these sticks in the ground at, at different distances. And, you know, one directly under the sun, there's no shadow. One at a distance has a shadow. Well, I could be in my kitchen standing underneath, uh, you, you know, the light and there's no shadow. And I can have a stick in the ground in my kitchen uh, 20, uh, 10 feet away, and there's a shadow. That, that, does that mean my floor is curved? Does it mean there's curvature to my floor? No. You get a level, and it's level. So we have to always stick to the, to the, um, the, the, the ground we're standing on because a huge aspect is, is people are looking at opticals. They're looking at the horizon. Well, the horizon is an illusion itself because it can change based on uh, atmos atmospheric conditions. There was right. the, uh, this one man, um, Joshua Nowicki, in uh, in Michigan, looking over Lake Michigan at the Chicago skyline, and um, he was showing the Chicago skyline over thirty miles. And, and due to the uh, the so called curvature, we should not see that. There's a weatherman that tried to explain it away, saying, "Oh, it was a mirage. You're looking at that's why, you know, you saw the buildings." <laughs> But the problem is the mirage is a mirror of flexions, a mirror. We should have saw the the buildings being inverted. That's the mirage. That's you, where you get the effect. We didn't get that. All we saw were the buildings pointing straight up. What I'm getting at is what a lot of people miss is what he said. Joshua Nowicki's at this, at the lake. He says, basically, you know, 
at stretches almost every day. And he goes, every time I come out here, the conditions are different. Sometimes I can see the building, sometimes I can't. That's telling you the horizon is changing again based on atmospheric conditions and the right. lensing effect and uh, summer, winter. But what it comes down to is we should really stick to the to the ground we're, we're, we're standing on. And a lot of people in science, they want to obfuscate. They want to they want to turn it to shadows, what's in the sky, you know, like, like you know, anybody should know if you have a carpet over your house and he's going to do work on, on your on your carpet, your flooring, he's not going to look up to determine if, if your floor is level. He's going to be focusing on the ground. That's what we should do. And a lot of people debating this will turn it into look up at the sky, look up at the shadows when light can bend and, and distort things. So we always have to remember that we have to stick with uh, what's underneath our feet. Right. You know, I, one of the arguments that I that I've ha- often have is about um, sunsets and how it looks as if the sun is going down and that the 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 sun is being cut in half because it's dropping over the horizon. When in fact, if you have a sun filter on you know on your telescope or your camera, you can actually see the sun going further and further out, and it's getting smaller. It's just the illumination of the sun looks like it's being cut, but it's just being cut off from the the uh, the, the projection of the light. So it only appears to the naked eye as if it's going downward but in fact it's going further and further out and the thickness of the the atmosphere because there is water molecules in the atmosphere and it's thicker as you go down towards the the surface of the of the earth and and that makes the you know the 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 sun just kind of disappear but yeah, people, the people gradient, don't know. yeah just just like in the ocean the gradient there's a gradient right. in the atmosphere itself as well yeah definitely great point you mentioned there, Mikey, and uh, actually, um, I don't know if, if uh, I don't recall if David Wise showed you that clip, but I have a clip of these people out at sea, and they're zooming in with the P900 at the sun. And it's basically, like you said, um, it, it's at the horizon. It's you only see half half the sun, and they zoom in, and it comes in full view. So that just tells you it's not actually physically around. And, and see, the thing is this. You, you, you show this clip, you show objective proof. There's no way you can magically make this sun reappear by zooming in if it's around a ball. But the thing is, you can show someone objective proof, but the programming is so strong, they'll just deny, deny, deny the evidence. Of um, and, and this is what's happening. But but the bottom line is, yeah, everything can be explained uh, for, for the most part when it comes. There's so much um, evidence pointing to flat earth and, and there's really none <laughs> when it comes down to it uh pointing at a globe of us literally coming you know supposedly if you if you really break it down we're supposedly monkeys living on a spinning ball if you believe in evolution uh zipping through space uh with no meaning no rhyme no reason um and it's just absolutely ridiculous and you have the psychopaths behind the scenes laughing their butts off uh, at how dumb down society is and i hate to say this um but the reality is they don't have respect for for uh, you know the people that they rule over. They look at them as a, a bunch of dumb uh, sheeple that are easily manipulated. And people like us that question things, we might not know it all, but we, we know we're being lied to in a grand scale. And that's right. the reality, and that's just being honest. We don't know every uh, little detail about this world, 
but we know we're being lied to in a grand scale. We know we're not living in a, a, a this water rocket ball zipping through space. You know, you go outside, you just wake up in the morning, you go outside, you, you get a breath, a breath of fresh air, and to believe we're zipping at space, like you mentioned, all the tremendous speeds we're moving at, we don't sense it, we don't feel it, because it does not happen. That's simple. Yeah, there was a video that we that I had my wife watch uh, the beginning of last year, and it was uh, by the Pillar of Truth, and it was called World Upside Down, and it kind of you know was it, it talked in a, like a very biblical sense, and like why the deception of all the things that are, that are written in the Bible that were just kind of glossed over and forgotten about, but uh, it, it talks about a lot of things that we just take things for granted. And the biggest truth was at the very end, and it was just why why would they even lie to us about this? And it was really to hide the existence of of God, and yes. that you know, and that's the main reason is just to make us think that we live in this godless world, and we're just a speck of dust in this infinite universe of all these you know millions of galaxies in in space. And you know, if we think that we're just this little speck of dust, and you know the the universe is expansive and and you know all expanding then we really are nothing and we only have this like one life once and god couldn't possibly exist and allow all this suffering and all this stuff yeah, yeah. and that's the big thing is you talk to these people that you know they talk about endless space well, how do they know there's endless space? Have they, have they ever been <laughs> to the end of the space? So how do they know it's endless? How do they know? So all these presumptions with people in society, but you just nailed it on the head there. They're trying to hide God. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, like I said earlier, they, they want to make themselves gods when they remove gods, and they're going to be uh, the authority of, of the minds. And that's what the word government means. It's, you know, govern, you know, uh, government is is basically when you break it down, Latin, it's it's mind control. And that's, that's exactly what's happening. And and this is what I tell people. Two things I tell people that believe in the Bible and they believe we live on a globe. I mean, what would be I would ask them, what would be the reason for all these distant planets and stars um, in relation to us? Why would God have all these all these things in, in this endless space and um, you know, supposedly other living beings and other so-called planets? And a huge thing as far as biblically is the Tower of Babel, when they literally built the Tower of Babel to reach the heavens. So what you know they don't have an answer they don't they don't have a response for that so basically the people that run this world uh they replaced uh god's firmament above with empty space like god doesn't exist well mm-hmm. it's just emptiness where there's heaven so that's literally what they have done um uh with heaven above it's not there it's just emptiness and uh, what i find interesting too is when you reflect back in a lot of truth in movies when you when you watch the movie uh, back in the eighties with the uh, with the actor Martin Short, it was called Inner Space, and mm-hmm. that's what we have. It's all we have is inner space. Uh, movies like Total Recall, where you know, uh, great movie. you know you have you have them go to Mars and they live under domes, and and that's what exactly what Elon Musk is doing. He's he's proposing these domed. Um, these domed um, environments on Mars, exactly like the movie uh, Total Recall, and uh, that's what it comes down to: is 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 you know these movies. There's you know Star Wars, Star Trek, Total Recall, all the endless uh, sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what society doesn't understand is what you know 
everything you're seeing as far as movies are concerned, it's 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 programming wrapped around as entertainment, and they don't realize this. While they're sitting back in a dark theater looking at a screen, they think it's just um, entertainment. They don't realize it's subconscious programming and this apparatus and this environment around us uh, from movies to TV shows to the news to the science books. The, the environment, the apparatus that's created around us is, is, is uh, so uh, – it goes so deep with the programming. And it gets back to uh, a very famous man that's been in the White House – uh, for different administrations, uh, Henry Kissinger, and what he's in this famous quote, he said, "Truth does not matter; it's what's perceived to be truth that matters." <laughs> right. And that's exactly what they constructed. And it gets back to Elon Musk. You know what I find hilarious is, you know, of course the 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 the, the Godfather, grandfather, I should say, of NASA, Werner von Braun, besides his his tombstone with the Bible verse Psalms, uh, was it one nineteen? Um, regarding uh, God's firmament, it's showing his handiwork um, in his book, uh, Project Mars, is presented as uh, the exploration of Mars, of course, and the man that leads the expedition is a man named Elon. So yeah. from fiction becomes reality, and they've done this many, many times with books like uh, the, the Futility of the Titan, um, you know, becoming... This this uh, supposed real life event with the Titanic, uh, we know JFK and uh, Abraham Lincoln. It's their mirror reflections upon themselves with with so many things. The dates one's one's 1860, one's elected in 1860, one's 1960. They had the, they had the same uh, uh, secretary name. Uh, one was Kennedy, the other one was Lincoln, vice versa. It's just it's just everything is adds up to this. These are both scripted events and and people can't get can't go there when it comes to JFK because people are always looking for heroes. But I always mention this to people. You know, when when you look at JFK mm-hmm. and he uh, has that speech supposedly going against secret societies, but all you see him doing is giving Masonic handshakes to yeah. uh, fellow politicians, to uh, you know other world leaders, um, uh, religious leaders like Billy Graham. But a big thing is that Zapruder film. Zapruder was a Freemason, and the film was not released until ten years, supposedly after the fact. So, what it takes ten years to release that footage? It was ten years of, of at that time they'd have the best technology. Ten years of editing for that show, um, creating a you know a martyr, creating a a so-called hero, and it gets back to where I believe when the people need heroes, they'll create ones for them. You know, right. and that's 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 to keep people pacified. In the political scheme of things, instead of the people uprising, the 99% uprising against the 1%, they're always going to pacify society, giving people false heroes, giving people false hope that, and they don't know that they're controlled. So every four years, we're, we're pacified from uh, an uprising because so-and-so might be in power in four years, and he's going to make change. And so they have a, these people that run this world, they're, 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 of course, highly intelligent. They have the world deceived. Right. On every angle. And they, they know how to do it. I mean, I, I was a part of that whole Occupy movement, and I was so disappointed and upset that these protests that we were doing were starting to go away because, you know, Obama had created this this uh, um, coalition or what do you want to call it? He appointed these people to go around from city to city on how to, 
you know, disband all these protests, but really all they had to do was just take it off the media and just st- stop talking about it. And then what they did is they they made it seem like everybody had no idea what they were doing. They were just out there just like, oh, I don't know. We, we, we're just we're just out here together and we're just fighting for the fight. And, and you know, and they made it look like there was no direction, but we all were all against the the you know the 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 bad decision on the 2008 you know 2009 um hearings that nothing came of it that no no ceos were were reprimanded nobody went to jail except for that one person who turned himself in who was just a kind of a fall guy where they probably just made that story up completely and the guy probably did not even exist at all and so really nobody was penalized for the millions of, of you know, all, all the millions of people who lost their homes and, and the countries that lost all, all of their funding and how it dwindled their, their economies. And nobody paid for anything. And so it just quietly went away and nothing happened at all. It, it was yeah. almost by design. Yeah, it, it, it is by design. Definitely. These all, all world events that make it on... Uh, the world stage are meant to happen this way, keeping people, um, keeping the world unstable. That's the, that's the whole um, function of the CIA. And that's actually mentioned by um, John R. Stockwell. He mentioned this in one of his books. Uh, the function of the CIA is to keep the world unstable, to propagandize it, and teach the American people to hate and fear. When you're in the constant of hate or, or fear, you're, you're, you're not looking at the truth of things. You're, just, you're like in survival mode. When you're trying to pay your mortgage, trying to just make ends meet, you don't have time to look at things and what's really happening. So, um, you know, the system is not broken. It's, it was built this way. And that's right. one thing I really want to emphasize is, you know, as, as far as um, moving forward, there's going to be no change. For, you know, as far as it doesn't matter who's, who's elected, they're gonna, their agenda is going to be accomplished. And the only real change will come if the people overthrow uh, those in power and the problem with that is even when you do that there will be um say for example a new government and there's always going to be infiltration over time and corruption happens uh, with people in power that for example they remove the this this world government system and in just the nature of people uh, absolute power absolutely corrupts mm-hmm. and this is a major problem with, with with people in general so it's even you know i hate to even say that but that's the reality uh, of of the of the world we're living in, and people with good intentions they get involved with politics in the beginning, seemingly to help people, but they realize, hey, I'm not going to get very far unless I'm a yes man, and I go along with the program. So the people that get the highest up, they're the cutthroats, they're the ones that just go along with the lies and whatever they need to do to get up there, and uh, ruthless aggression will get you high. And if you're le- legit, you're caring, you really want change, you're not going to get far at all. Right. So what got you interested in and drew you into the realm of conspiracies in the first place? What do you recall what your first red pill moment was? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad Mike, I'm glad you asked that. And you know, I gotta get I gotta get back to the psychology of people itself because this is a major factor. I, I truly believe uh, you know, all of us are born with certain traits. We all have uh, you know, it's not like I'm trying to like present myself as some uh, greater than anybody else. I'm just a, a regular person, but I, I was born with these traits of not, I had no interest. For example, growing up, I, I wasn't out there desperately seeking to make friends. 
It mm-hmm. just, I let it happen when it happened. I had no problems making friends, but I wasn't desperate to make friends. If I didn't have friends, it was fine. So this gets to the very important foundation of seeking truth and, and looking at things objectively. When you're not pressured by your peers, when you have peer pressure, it's obviously it's going to manipulate your thoughts and your in, in what direction you go and how to think. So I never had that. I was never concerned. So, for example, there's a latest as going, like, say, for example, middle school, um, you know, Spuds McKenzie was the big thing and everybody's wearing the Spuds McKenzie shirts. I wouldn't do it. I'm like, I said, all you people are, are sheep. I said, and, and I kind of joke with them. And I'll just say it's kind of kind of adolescent talking here. I said, if, if the big fat was wearing a pair of underwear over your head the next day in school, if one if, if that was the big fat, every one of you would do it. You're just going to follow whatever. And I said that. You know, as 11-year-old, 12-year-old in middle school, I said that to students when they're all wearing the Spuds McKenzie shirts. I'm not going to wear one of those shirts. But even going before that, when I was about four or five years old, uh, my brothers and I were playing outside in the front of the house. And um, one of my brothers said, hey, you know the earth is spinning. I looked up at the sky and said, no, we're not. We're not spinning. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yes, we are. Um, he's about three years, old, three years older than me. Because guess where? It's just moving so slow. You don't. You don't notice, you don't see it. I said, no, we're not spinning. We're not moving. Later on, uh, you know, my high school, it was a junior high or, or high school. I remember being in libraries and just looking at a globe uh, with a friend and just looking at the globe and, and looking at the water, the water areas. I'm like, all the water sticking the side of, of, of this globe and this is the world. I said, it's just, it's absolutely insane mm-hmm. how water can stick to, to a ball. And, and, I, and I looked at the glow at the uh, the flat Earth model. I said, "Yeah, but water fall over the sides," because that's one thing they always uh, excluded was there was a barrier hole in the water. It's always just the boats going over the sides. They never included the 360 ice wall into the equation. They always removed that. So you're stuck in like, okay, is it is it a you know a, a ball or is it flat? Well, I guess by default it, it, it has to be glow. But I was not fully invested. I was like. I always thought of water sticking to balls, you know, absurd. Um, you know, but what people have to realize is people that say, oh, but water, you know, will fall off the flat earth. Well, when you're in a globe, you know, it, water definitely is, is going around a side. It's not an edge around a side and holding out of the bottom. So, you know, that's even more ridiculous, you know, <laughs> than, than the whole uh, flat earth thing. I look at this way. You look at a cube, you look at a ball. If someone said we were shaped like a cube and you show this cube in space, they'll say that's absolutely ridiculous. But all you do is trim the sides around the, the cube a little bit. You have a ball. It's not much mm-hmm. that different. So to tell them, hey, this, this water sticking in the bottom of this cube. Oh, you're, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Water sticking in the side of the cube. Oh. But when it's a ball with the heavy indoctrination. But when it comes down to this, Mikey, I, I, I'll say this. At five years old, we're, we're in a classroom. We asked the teacher. How does water stick to the ball? Of course, it tells gravity. And this is what it comes down to. At that point in time, the majority of society never revisits that. In first grade, second grade, there's not a group of, of third graders saying, hey, do you think they're telling us the truth or lying about this? They just So what I'm getting at is these kindergartners, they, they don't question that. They grow up to be adults that don't question it either. So right. it's the same frame of mind. You're, you're, it's in, embedded in you that you just go along with the program and this, it gets back to, again, uh, get them while they're young. And, and once, once someone's programmed, it's, it's like I said, that CD-ROM 
is not rewritable in most occasions unless someone has the passion like i said like i said earlier like learning a new language if you have the passion it can be done it's difficult but it can be done tremendous yeah. amount of hours tremendous amount of resistance from friends family colleagues i know mike you along the line you lost friends family uh, unfortunately but i say screw it truth over everything you know and and that's that's how i see it because um how how is it how could anybody you know be okay with being born in this world and leaving from from birth to death believing you're a monkey living on a spinning ball <laughs> and you die your whole life is a lie your whole life was a lie what a pathetic yeah. existence that's how i kind of look at it and that's why i'm so um you know passionate about truth i don't like being lied to i don't like being manipulated i don't like being played for for a fool and here's the thing is um again we we always have to stick with what could be proven and come to new conclusions and not let consensus rule our minds let what could be proven to us and so people want to bring up science I, you know i have nothing against science as long as it can be proven to me in real life not not in not with uh some a, a blackboard or whiteboard in a school prove it to me in reality not in a math equation prove it to me in the real world you know and, and some people these globes will say well math is reality i'm like no if it doesn't match a real world <laughs> it's not it's not reality it's i can make any any kind of equation uh work you know uh, to supposedly work uh, to make uh, us believe we live on a concave earth if i it's like this I was on this one podcast, this one live stream with a guy that believed we live on concave earth. I said, prove it to me in the real world. He goes, well, I, I, I can't do that, but I can do it on paper. I said, well, if you can't do it in the real world, what you, what you show me on paper is meaningless. And he just couldn't say anything. It was just, <laughs> that, it was that easy. It was that yeah. easy just to, to just end the, uh, the so-called discussion on the concave earth. So yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I always tell people you have to armor yourself with knowledge all saying knowledge is power is absolutely true and i'd like what we talked about before we went live is is um what it comes down to is we got to have things concrete to back up what we say a lot of people in the conspiracy realm uh specifically years ago there's a lot of talk about like oh they're they're cloning celebrities they have this cloning factory i'm like well, where's the evidence of that where are these cloning factories located so they're cloning eminem they're, clo they're cloning dr dre Where's your evidence? Oh, we know they have technology. But I say, where's your evidence? But they have cloning factories. Where are they? So I stay away from that realm. I stay away from things like that that are just a fantasy. Because in a lot of cases, the fantasy is better than reality. That's why it fascinates people. That's why people get involved. They get caught up with the nonsense. Stick with yeah. the things we can prove to us. Yeah. That, that's what makes the conspiracy theorists look crazy is, is getting into stuff that we can't prove. Yeah. And, you know, we supposedly have witnesses that have been to these cloning centers, but I I can't look outside my door and, and out my window and, and see that there's clones out there. I mean, I mean, there is clues that maybe there is, but I don't know for sure. I can't prove it. Well, Mike, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. And, and I need to clarify this. I'm talking about I'm not saying cloning at the age uh, uh, infants cloning? No, no. I'm and I should, and it's my fault. I should have clarified. I'm talking about celebrity cloning, where they grab M&M, right. they can grab, uh, uh, you know, an adult that's say 35, 40 years old, and, and bring them to some cloning factory and press them out, and mm -hmm. 
the reality is they just get lookalikes. Like Madonna, it's funny they kind of like out themselves. Madonna even mentioned, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, for security reasons, I have three. Du- I have it's funny. I call them doubles with three of them. She goes, I have three doubles, you know. And, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, I tell people I'm going to be here, but I'm actually here, and people think I'm there. Well, I'm actually not there. So what I'm getting at is there's no <laughs> there's no debate about cloning, like dogs at, at, from birth, uh, you know, with DNA and all that stuff mixing. Uh, DNA, all that stuff. But as far as uh, getting a Dr. Dre and and uh, you know, we don't like the direction he's going. Um, our puppet, he wants to break away, so we're going to dispose of him. But before doing so, we're going to make it. We're going to we're going to press him into some cloning factory. That's more or less what I'm referring to. I should have been more clear about that. No, that's all right. I mean, that's a whole other rabbit hole that we, we could probably <laughs> do another episode on. Yeah. But uh, to go back to the whole gravity thing, the, what never really sat well with me was how, you know, the, the accumulation of clouds and, con, you know, condensation and all that and how tons, like literally thousands of tons of water is just floating out in the atmosphere. And then, then it rains and it comes down. But where is gravity that entire time? But why didn't it accumulate? Why didn't why did it allow the accumulation to begin with? In the first place, you know, if these molecules are so light, why, why didn't gravity pull it down until it rained? Like it, it, it's never really sat well with me, in how gravity just only works sometimes. It's selective <laughs> too. Something's gonna float up, something's gonna come down. Gra- and, and this is what it comes down to: is the entomology of words. The truth will be in there. Um, like airplane is is actually a craft flying over the air through. Uh, through the air over, above the plane, you know, so mm-hmm. it's an airplane, uh, you know, the Antarctica, the 360, um, you know, ice. Well, they call it, they call it the, uh, there's actually a movie documentary called Antarctica three, the, uh, 360, um, you know, basically called the, the, the uh, you know, 360 ice wall. Um, but getting back to gravity, you know, entomology is it comes, it goes back to the word gravitus, which means weight. So, I don't mean to be um, disparaging anybody, but if you have an average person sit on a chair and you get maybe someone heavy set sit in the same chair and that heavy set person breaks the chair, is it because of gravity or because of weight? You know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, like I said, gravity is like the why can helium balloons go up? Why do like dandelions go up? And they always use, well, mass, you know, this experiment in a shed, uh, with the Cavendish experiment where, where these these two uh, bowling balls are attracted, mass attracts mass. The why doesn't two ships out at sea collide with each other, you know, All every the time. time they pass by, <laughs> you know, the, the, these so-called uh, due, to, due to gravity. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just like I said, the foundation's off and all they have are, are lies stacked upon lies stacked upon lies. And they really like to really push things that cannot be proven in the real world. And it's left out in this gray area where it's a constant cycle of debate and that gets into space. Like you'll bring up, you know, again, like you mentioned it, Mikey, about someone saying the tremendous rotation, uh, the galaxy moving 1.3, and they'll give all these math equations. And the, it's because of, you don't understand, it's because uh, a planetary, uh, uh, you know, the, the planetary orbit uh, with gravity, all this. they'll explain it, but they cannot uh, produce a factual evidence this is happening. Mm-hmm. So they, they're just repeating these uh, things. And also, too, they they like to make things extremely complicated, these math equations, 
where the average person says, you know what? I can't even grasp this. It's so complex. Um, and they sound so articulate, well-spoken. I don't grasp it. They're so smart. It must be true. I, I'm mm -hmm. just too dumb to understand it. So they make things the most, compli most complicated as possible and confusing as possible where the average person will just like concede. And it's con there's too many things. There's too many obstacles against flat earth. Um, the consensus, uh, the bad stigma, um, you know, all these, all these teachers that never seen the curve of the earth with their own eyes uh, claim they've seen it, you know, through the, um, through the uh, through, uh, aboard an airplane where Neil deGrasse Tyson says you can't even see it from right. 128,000 feet, but they're so sure they've seen it. There's even um, like articles debunking the flat earth where the Concorde jet at, at the maximum altitude of 60,000 feet, you can see the curve of the earth. Well, that again goes against science where supposedly you can't even see from 128,000 feet. So there's so many lies, and, and again, liars can't keep their lies straight, and 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 that's that is that very simple. And again, people um, that want to debate these topics, they'll, they'll try to get into uh, the field of mathematics, things that we're talking about, um, you know, atmospheric conditions, uh, refraction, a lot of things, and there's a lot of room for confusion when we need to stick to the basic foundations of again water's level. I mean, there's dozens of videos of these weather balloons that are independently flown out there with cameras, and obviously at 120,000 feet, there the the horizon leap goes up to eye level. So it it's it's almost as if it's infinite, whatever this plane is. But we can only see so far. So there, but these, you know, the ISS who claims to be at 73 or uh, 100, 250 miles up. I mean, we can't even go past 73 miles. On that day when I met that aeronautical engineer, we saw the Falcon 9 hit the firmament, and he even said, that's firmament. And I was like, that's that's real? And he said, yeah, that's real. We, ha we haven't been in, in space. So we really haven't been to the moon. So I was like, oh, that's real. So the Bible is telling the truth that we can't get through the firmament. And what it looked like, it looked like a wake. So yeah. when the Falcon 9 was dragging across the sky, you know, it looked like a giant water wake just expanding for hundreds of miles. And yeah. it was so massive that you could not, there was no way for you not to see it. If you were in Southern California all the way through Arizona, you could see it. Yeah, and that's the big thing is you, you mentioned the Bible. Um, it's funny because according to science, they measure this ball earth. We'll get into the dimensions. Uh, we talked a little bit about it, but we'll get into in more detail of that. But what I'm getting at is, biblically, it says in the Bible how the earth is immeasurable, and they have it measured in science. So it's like they're opposing the Bible constantly. I want to talk about the dimensions uh, of the so-called globe, but a, a big thing is that I made a video. I made videos about is um, the the stigma of the Bermuda Triangle off the coast of Florida. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, going to Bermuda itself. And it's a triangle, and the triangle, of course, has the 60-degree inner angle. So it's you have a numerology, the, the, the zeros mean nothing, so you literally have the 666. That's why you have the pyramid. Uh, it's a huge symbol in, in, in Freemasonry, and the so-called Illuminati is because of the 666. Um, that's, what, that's what we're looking at. What I'm getting at is all these, all these so-called uh, launches by NASA, by SpaceX, um, they're off the coast of Florida, right next to the Bermuda Triangle. So it's right. it's a perfect 
a perfect way of keeping people away from that general vicinity where they're dumping off the rockets in that general area where there's a stigma of, of ships disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way of doing it. People not di- looking too deep because that's what, that's where these ships are going. They're making sure everything's clear in that area as well before they launch because, you know, obviously this is where it just, I said it so many times where they're nothing more than expensive fireworks they're launching off. They're spending a tremendous amount of money. And the whole part of Jack Parsons and everybody else involved with rocketry obviously was not about making a rocket that can go into space. It's just making a rocket um, sound enough, good enough to get it up in the sky and create the illusion. Because, of course, they say, oh, it's due to this orbital um, travels. Uh, you know, these rockets, they're traveling around multiple times around the so-called globe before they go into space. You know, this is nonsense, and this is their reasoning. But, yeah, you know, and and, and here's a big thing, too, um, getting back to the, the globe itself. And I talked to scientists about this, and they raged, and they didn't believe me at first, but I, I explained a lot of things about perspective and the globe, the so-called globe itself. I said, do you realize the, so, the so-called radius of this ball Earth is, you know, under 4,000 miles? It's 3,000. 959 miles so based on that literally if you drive for example from san francisco to tampa florida you're going 3,000. that's 3,000 miles nearly 3,000 miles there you're literally you that would be like going to three quarters to the core of the earth and you, you look on the actual globe at distance now go a bit further and go a bit further and uh it doesn't it doesn't add up as the the radius being that measurement but the but the big aspect I, i'll explain to people is um obviously do the, do the radius circumference uh about just under twenty five thousand miles the diameter just under eight thousand miles obviously these these are important formulas to to get the calculations of the of the so-called ball earth where it's eight inches per mile squared and people always confuse they think oh it's eight inch it's it's a it's a uh Every eight inches, no, it's eight inches per mile square. So when you when you get to about uh, 30 miles or half a mile, it's going to be, you know, about a 25% uh, or a quarter mile uh, curvature. And that gets into airplanes and, you know, supposedly nose, uh, going nose down. Here's the thing is, I actually, during video demonstrations, I showed uh, flight instructors uh, mm-hmm. talking to trainee pilots uh, while they're on the simulators, flight simulators, and you know, obviously it looks very realistic on the screen, and the and the and the trainer is telling the trainee, keep the nose up, keep it level, keep it level, keep it like keep si- harping on keeping it level. Yeah. And, and, and again, traveling at five hundred to five hundred fifty thousand, uh, five hundred to five hundred fifty miles per hour, and you do the math, and they keep saying keep it level, it just doesn't add up. You end up in space. So again, right. you know, all these things, it's not just one thing, it's, it's everything. There's so many holes um, in, in the whole globe, you know, there's there's more holes in Swiss cheese in the whole ridiculous globe. And, and let's be honest, I'm just being very blunt. When we first get involved with Flat Earth, there's a very uncomfortable feeling deep down inside. Like, wow, if I go in this, um, it, it, it's going to, my perspective, people, the way people look at me, this, this, and this, um, it, you know, people are concerned about that. But myself, it was a very easy transition because 
I've known I've covered so many lies, you know, you know, the moon landing, Titanic, all these all these um, you know, the jab, all these different aspects of the of this lie system we're living in. And and of course, the things I mentioned when I was when I was younger. So it was a very easy transition to make for me. And um, I it wasn't relatively uncomfortable for me at all making videos on it, but I did get a backlash from my from my subscribers who said, "Oh, you know, Rush Image, what are you doing?" You do fantastic work. Now you're getting involved with this. I'm like, you guys never looked into it, just like everybody else. And if you're a truth seeker, you look into everything. You don't turn anything away. Uh, you know, look at it. You know, even how crazy it might sound. Look at the evidence. Once you find a major hole in it, then you could, you know, that can't be explained in any which way. Then you could discard it, but do not uh, just toss it out the window. Always keep an open eye. Always keep an open ear to everything. Um, and, you know, after investigating, then you can uh, toss out the window if it doesn't add up. I mean, there are so many things that are that are being lied about and our history is being lied about our our, our political system, just the, the, the monetary system. Everything is just one big lie. Why wouldn't they just include this in that's in, in this scenario? Why wouldn't they? Well, that's that's actually that's, that gets back to the actual globe itself. That's the foundation of the lie. And and again, you know, when that's the foundation and everything after that lies, lies well and has to has to be built around the initial lie. Uh, but, you know, you hit on a great point about history being a lie. And what people don't realize, the occult, of, for example, when it comes to the 13 colonies, why do they create 13 colonies? In, mm-hmm. in, in the Bible, specifically, 13 is, is known as the, uh, is the number of rebellion. And it's given the this illusion that these 13 colonies are rebelling against England, against uh, Britain, when in reality it was just a, a big, uh, it was just basically they're expanding their colony and trying to make it appear that like they're sovereign. Just like in Australia, when they're supposed to be sovereign, when it's, you know, uh, you know, uh, South South Wales and Queensland, it's, it's all regarding, of course, um, um, England itself, which is ruling, and if you know, you know, as a child, I remember going back in time, back to 1981, when Prince Charles and Princess Diana uh, supposedly got uh, married, and um, it was on every single TV, and it was the biggest story. And it's like they—they're the focal point, you know. They're the focal point, and they own and control it all, and they're—they're they're showing this, presenting to the whole world. And uh, I find it kind of funny too, not to deviate too far, but her name was Princess Di. And supposedly, supposedly died in, in the tunnel, and no, you know, real evidence besides, uh, you know, no one can see it it's in the tunnel. Right. And we get this smashed up car, which, you know, it's not impossible, of course, to, to get up a, a smashed car. I'm deviating very far from what we need to be on, and, that, and that's the flatter truth, and and uh, and and this lie system. But what I'm getting at is, we're living in a world where the foundation is off, and, and everything after that lies a lie as well, and they're literally. Um, create this this false reality around us, and and this is one thing I tell people that can't jump aboard flat Earth, but they realize, um, and I'll just call it Cvid. Um, you know, they they realize this is a lie, but I explain to them. I say, you realize this is a lie, and all over, you know, this flat Earth we're living on, all these governments are going along with it. So you see, there's this tremendous conspiracy. With all these world leaders passing it off, you know, Prince Albert, uh, Prince Charles, all these famous celebrities, Tom Hanks, and you name it, 
um, supposedly contract it, um, you, you realize this is a hoax, but you can't see the construct uh, and how they're lying about uh, the ball or how they can manipulate and lie about that as well. So you, you can see where they're lying about this on a grand scale. And then but you say, oh, they must be all working together. Well, they obviously are. And they have been. <laughs> you know, and that's that's a big aspect, specifically with the Iranian health minister and his phony fake coughing, um, you know, saying he has it, all, all, all this nonsense. But the main thing is um, it's nothing new. It's, it's, it's this world stage, you know, the fake beast between Russia and the U.S. and uh, the so-called space race when they're all in on it. Right. Uh, people are not going to grasp it, you know. And of course, they have the international space. Here's a big thing I want to mention. I, I talk getting back to the ISS. You, you mentioned there, Mikey, about you know, about, you know, 250 miles up and, and supposedly up there. And I had debates about it with people. This one nuclear engineer saying he believes it's up there. This, this, this. I'm like, why is there any footage of the construction? This massive, you Zero. know, football field side. We, we have. We have footage, you know, going back in time, uh, you know, photos of the Statue of Liberty being built, you know, hundreds of years ago, you know, the Eiffel Tower, all these things. But there's no video, there's no imagery, photos. And his explanation is we didn't film it. This is his, not because he could have cited anything. He just made it up on his own. Obviously, when he said, oh, we don't want our trade secrets to get out. <laughs> and I'm like, do you realize what you're saying? This is an international space station right. where you have the U.S. initially docking with the Russian uh, uh, modules. So you're telling, you're saying, oh, we don't want the thing. But you have two so-called enemies at the time, or they're sort of like working together now, uh, docking together. So it's ridiculous. And these are already modules disconnecting. What technology would be so advanced that you're trying to hide it from anybody? They're literally just two pieces of material connecting. So right. you try to make the excuse. Uh, but like I said, that's all they have is, you know, a lie stacked upon lies and excuse after excuse. And a big one is with um, is with a Donald Pettit, um, that one so-called astronaut. That's another planet named Astronaut. When he said mm -hmm. he'd love, he would go back to uh, the moon in, in a nanosecond. But we don't have the technology anymore. It's been destroyed. And this is another topic of debate. And they made every excuse in the book. Well, they don't have the parts. They're obsolete. I'm like, before you destroy technology, why don't you make something better before you destroy the technology that was good enough to get you there? So it's like it's like everything they're doing doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. They can, they can um, get into space um, in the 60s all the way to 69, get to the moon supposedly in 69, but they don't have the technology you do today, which is absolutely absurd. Uh, mm -hmm. Richard Branson, his his uh, his Virgin Galactic, for over 15 years they failed and failed to get into space, but they did in the 60s with with, with seemingly uh, not much issue. Ed White spacewalk in 1965, but technologies in the 90s and the 2000s, they supposedly get in there, you know, just recently. So again, nothing about what they demonstrate makes sense here's one thing um and, I'll, and I'll, i won't go any further i'll let you continue on there mikey is nothing they're doing aboard the iss makes sense they're just showing footage inside this you know supposed structure in outer space 
Why don't they show these astronauts, you know, on the outside of the ISS, floating around, going around, seeing, uh, pointing the camera in, in three, you know, a 360 pan, looking at Earth, doing just a 360 span, uh, a pan going through space, uh, looking at the sun or pointing towards the sun. Nothing they're doing is remotely. They busy. don't do any of that. None of it. Because they can't. No, exactly. And and a simple thing is zooming in into the ball earth, showing planes, uh, you know, uh, planes going, for example, from Johannesburg, South Africa, say to, to uh, Perth, Australia, showing cargo ships, uh, say a ship going to Antarctica. That'd be the coolest thing ever. Look at this footage of this cargo ship docking in Antarctica. You know, this would prove, uh, more importantly, proving the globe is why don't they just fly uh, uh, fly a plane over the top, or you know, um, fly fly over Antarctica, come around the other side, say for example from South America to Australia, never happened once, but they, uh, you know, of course flown, you know, flown in a circle above the plane, um, you know, around, but they they never done that. So there's so many holes, and, and that gets into satellites, where if you look at Google themselves you know with their google google images uh, google uh, maps people don't think about these things and that's the problem with people they don't <laughs> they don't think they just yeah. regurgitate is when you look at uh, a google so-called google satellite uh, images of the earth you can zoom in you can actually zoom into like say big cities urban areas see people actually physically walking across uh crosswalks you see literal cars you see trees but you don't see any airplanes from the perspective. Here's a problem. When you look at Flight Radar 24, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of planes constantly up, up, in, up in the sky at 30,000 feet, 35,000 feet. So mm-hmm. where are all these planes? We don't see any of them. And, and what it comes down to is Google has a fleet of airplanes mapping the world in 3D. There's an article and I think the, the article is from gizmode.com, uh, and they talk about Google's, Google's fleet of planes. So literally, they're mapping the world the same way they do on ground. They just have cars going on every single, it's painstaking, but they have their Google cars, Google vans go around all the streets, and they're mapping, uh, you know, mapping uh, as far as the uh, the street perspective. And the same thing they're doing with the planes. They're, just, they're zipping along, zipping above, and this is how they're mapping the world. And people say, well, you know, how, what about GPS? And I tell them, I said, look, I had a conversation back in 2015. I made a videos calling satellites in deep space a hoax. And uh, I was contacted just after the video was made a day or two after by a man that worked for Rogers Telecommunication in Canada. He goes, you're absolutely right. So how do I know this? I work for Rogers Telecommunications. I laid under ocean fiber optic cables. And this is the core of the internet, GPS, which works off high powered uh, ground towers so he goes on mm-hmm. to say you know working for rogers uh, rogers owns multiple sports franchises they own the toronto raptors the toronto blue jays i think he said also um the tampa lightning about three or four sports franchises but the big thing he goes but here's the thing is we don't own a single sideline space we have all this money all these funds and i'm doing this and uh so yeah he says you're absolutely right and there's it's just Basically, the Toronto Blue Jays. I think he said also um, the Tampa Lightning. About three or four sports franchises. But the big thing he goes, but here's the thing is, we don't own a single sideline space. We have all this money, all these funds, and I'm doing this. And uh, 
so yeah, he says you're absolutely right. And there's, it's just basically all smoke and mirrors uh, when it comes to these technologies. And here's another thing too, and I won't go. I'm going on a bit too long, but here's <laughs> a big thing too. You had um, with Facebook, uh, Zuckerberg, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg. He went on this one video from the Facebook headquarters, and he was talking about how he wants to launch planes. Uh, flight plans, I should say, over Africa to give them the internet. So why would that be necessary if we have satellites in space? Why right. fly planes over Africa to give them internet? And this is something I've covered uh, many years ago. And so, like I said, it just people have to look at all these avenues, all the research I've done, and and every avenue I looked, and the contradictions are there. And and the reason people can't put this all together is they haven't taken the time to look at every aspect. Well, and removing the preconceived notion about many things, and they're afraid to come to the conclusion that they've been lied to. Yeah, I mean, you you just brought up a good point about the whole that way people in Africa can have internet. It's just so they can track everybody to make sure everybody's got the you know the GAB. Yeah, the magic juice. Yes, that's a yeah, great point. Great point, and uh, yeah, that's all. It's all leading to is. Um, you know, complete control. It's all about control. And that's one thing, getting back to the monetary system, which you mentioned uh, earlier about us being a lie. And, and I tell people this that don't understand the whole thing about the jab is, well, you know, they're losing a lot of money. I'm like, you don't understand. It's not about money. Money's like their money. They just print. It's like monopoly money. It's about control. Money means um, most of the people that don't have it. And that's most of society. They're focused on it, but they're literally, they, they can print all the money they want. It's not about the money. It's about control. And, and that's the major aspect that um, people say, follow the money. No, it's it's not follow the money. It's follow those that are under, uh, in control. And, and they're using money as um, a, 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 like a weapon, uh, you know, like a, like a carrot to, to, to bait people and trap people into a corner. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where people are not getting in. And that's the old saying, follow the money, but, uh, that small scale that could be true but large scale no that's money is just uh, um you know when was the last time that they spoke about the number the the many trillions of dollars that were the national that the country's in national debt they haven't talked about it in years i think the last time they talked about it was when i don't i don't know i think trump was in office right right when he took over from obama's campaign uh run or yeah yeah, and, uh, you're exactly right, and that, that gets back to, you know, all these reliefs that are happening financially with people, um, and this is, they're very, very, um, like I said, they're very savvy the way they operate, you know, basically pacifying the public and throwing money at them, you know, to kind of like to make us look like the good guy. But it's it's literally just, you know, in the public side, it's it's being it's meaningful, but to them, it's just, you know, transferring some bones in, into people's accounts. And uh, or sending a check to someone or giving them a, a, a debit card. And this is, you know, part of uh, just like Bush did, you know, he was sending out checks to, to millions upon millions of people or not him, but the people behind him. But he it was, it was his face was, was on it. What I'm getting at is they're always in per, per, uh, portray themselves as trying to help. Um, it, it's so complex. And this is why uh, they get away with what they do um, is is these kind of these tactics of, oh, we're so caring, but it's it's just part of the of the deception that people the deception runs too deep and people uh, can't go there, and that's 
kind of reminds me of that song by that one group in, uh, called Super Tramp, the English band. We all know mm -hmm. about that cover um, with those famous buildings and the perspective out of an airplane on, on their uh, album cover with the that one woman holding uh, that glass of orange juice over those famous buildings and you flip it around you have that you know the nine um you know and the one and the uh the one um right oh, over there. yeah i'm not aware of that yeah yeah I, I have to i have to show you that um you just google it you can google right now a uh, super tramp uh album cover reversed and you'll see that and they, they, this is how they work these people that run this world they invert things they flip things this gets back to crowley crowley um he taught he taught people to think uh he struck people to, you know involved with the occult to 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 think backwards read backwards listen to phonographic records in reverse say the lord's prayer backwards so these these things they do in opposites like the michael jackson backslide these weren't devised out of thin air these are it's all about the occult and people do not grasp these things For example, the the, um, the space shuttle launches, they're, they're counted down backwards. Um, people like the, that one, uh, those young rappers, uh, Chris Cross, they wore their clothes backwards. Um, there's many, many things they do. Um, you know, in, in the Bible, where, where Noah in Leviticus, uh, was it um, 10.6, where he told his sons not to keep their hair unkept and not to tear their clothes. And look at all these rock stars. They have their sloppy you know long hair that's um in all directions and they have the ripped jeans you know the ripped clothing and these are not part these are not just pushed out there for no reason these are controlled entities that are being pushed out to the masses upon millions upon millions of people and of course you know these young people they just emulate what they see on tv mtv they go to the long hair they wear the ripped clothes not knowing the deeper implications it's, it's doing things against the Bible. But again, a huge aspect is doing things in reverse. They love the the the, the obvious. But getting back, I'm getting off, off track, but getting back to Super Tramp and that album cover, they have one song, it's called The Logical Song. And let us go, um, you know, how um, there's times when the world's asleep, the questions run too deep just for, uh, for a simple man, you know, and, and it goes on and on about You know about questioning things and why don't you sign here so you sound logical represented uh like you're uh, presentable a vegetable you know the lyrics they oh, they always give us this truth in the lyrics another one is meatloaf mm -hmm. people understand why does he call himself meatloaf meatloaf uh bad out of hell meatloaf is 33 numerology that's why they he goes by the meatloaf but he has a song life's a lemon and during my video presentations over the years i I played the uh, the lyrics from the song where it goes, everything's a lie and that's a fact. Life's a lemon. I want my money back. What about your schools? They're useless. They're nothing but a pack of lies. So it's the duality aspect of putting the truth in the entertainment and the lies in the textbooks and in the, in the news. And it's just the world that's, uh, you know, flipped upside down. And it talks about in the Bible, you know, like, like the potter who, you know, flips things over and, You know, I don't have that verbatim, but about flipping things over, flipping things around. And that gets back to, you know, the scene with the uh, the Simpsons, Homer Simpson. By the way, Simpson in numerology is 33. That's why they have they love that name Simpson. 
like uh, Bart Simpson, Homer, and, and, and the rest. But in '97, of course, they had the uh, the comic book. I got to be careful; I don't want to go into too much detail about those two famous buildings and the the dollar sign um, with that number nine in the two buildings. And then also they had this one scene with Homer in a hammock, and there's a clock, uh, and you flip the you flip over the image, and it shows a time. At, mm. at the, I'll just say eleven nine and put it in reverse. Right, and that's what they were showing. So they've done this many, many times. Uh, Back to the Future. That's one thing I, I gotta, I gotta mention to you, Mikey. Uh, there's a lot of Flat Earth and that New York event intertwined in movies. For example, Back to the Future. They mm -hmm. show the Flat Earth clock in the very beginning with, with the clock sequence. During the whole sequence of clocks in the background, people don't, you know, they're, they're so distracted by so many things happening. Well, that. That dog food can is moving. There's a clock in the background that and it has a flat earth map on the clock underneath the dome, underneath that glass lens. There's a flat oh. earth model. And I, later I wasn't on the, aware of that. Yeah, you, you definitely gotta take a look at that. By the way, this is predictive programming. This is what they're all about. They tell us what's gonna happen later on in the movie in the very beginning. If people paid attention, if you watch the movie again, look at all the clocks. And you're going to see one individual hanging by the arms of a clock in the very beginning sequence. That happens later in the movie with Doc Brown hanging from the clock tower. Yeah. So they're showing you what's going to happen. It's predictive programming. So they're planting a seed. And how many people have seen that? But it's there. And, and no, even truthers don't mention that. It's it's there. But getting to Back to the Future, they, they mentioned uh, Copernicus, of course, um, is well known for pushing the globe in the very beginning it was really pythagoras um that really came up with the whole bald earth line then later on copernicus is the one that really put it out there as quote truth but what i'm getting at is if you look at the the, the wrapping of the night of um of the flat earth and if you watch back to the future number two there's a scene where old man mcfly enters this one room and he's upside down remember that scene you got to watch Back to the Future 2 where there's old man McFly. He's, he enters a room and he has some injury. So they, some kind of contraptions hanging him upside down. So he's literally floating upside oh, down yeah. in the class. So what I'm getting at is this. Most of everybody in the, in the room is, is right side up, but he's upside down. They're looking at this, this uh, the TV and they're flipping the channels. First, they show Twin Pines and then they, they flash... The famous buildings in New York, and then they showed those two buildings. Um, the, the 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 TV's uh, is acting up. So from our perspective, the buildings are going up. Hmm. Those two famous buildings in New York, but from his perspective, being upside down, they're coming down. Oh and wow! The reason you know it's in New York as well, because situated in that living room, is the Statue of Liberty. With a torch. Oh, what the that's heck? Right next to the couch. That's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> they're showing the whole New York Harbor and what's going to happen back in 1989, 1990 with Back to the Future. They're telling us that it's going to Future, but they're showing us the future in Back to the what? Future. So here's a big thing, too. Um, and this is so important. I'm hitting on this topic and I'll, and I'll, and I'll stop at this because I'll, I'll go on and on and on. Is people <laughs> need to look at Michael Jackson's Dance on the Blood Floor album from 97 where 
his arms in a position like a clock. And I'll say it backwards. One's at 11, one's at nine. His arm position. And it's a character of him. It's not actually, it's, it's a painting of, it's the dance of the blood pour. They're showing um, Masonic tile floors, the black and white. Mm-hmm. But the big thing is in the back behind him is they have one building. They only show one building from New York, one building. And next to that building is the pyramid building. And that's the same. That's exactly what they're showing is the future. There's only to be one building. Because if you look at the Freedom Tower today, next to it is a pyramid building, just like it's depicted in that album cover. So they're saying, well, that's not the two buildings. It's only one. They're showing us what's just like the Twin Pines becomes the Lone Pine Mall. Uh, with the uh, Lone Pine Mall, it was the Twin Pines. Then they, they, you know, they went back in time. Mm, yeah. um, and, and, and later on, it was, the, it was the Lone Pine Mall. So the two becomes one. So with that album cover with Michael Jackson, again, quote, dance in the blood floor with his arms pointing at the, uh, like it's a clock at, again, backwards 11 and nine and showing the one. And you guys actually see it to really, you know, pictures has a thousand words. So when yeah. you see that one building in New York, it's like, wow, they're telling us it's, it's going to end up being one building, you know, and look at the clouds, the way they're shaped. And so they're literally... You know, and this is a huge aspect with Hollywood, the music industry. They're not going to just have random people enter and produce. They're going to be selected Freemasons in, in, in specifically Hollywood to be a, a writer, director, producer, to be in the music industry. You're going to be someone that has foreknowledge, just like, um, you know, Jackie Stallone supposedly predicted all these events on her website psychic when of course her son's a very very powerful man of course a mason and he has foreknowledge it's passed on and there's no secret uh you know or magical psychic ability these are planned events and yeah just um uh, the structure of 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 people in power and of course uh, people in hollywood and hollywood's all about you know, of course, the holly tree made out of, you know, witchcraft, magic wands were made out of Hollywood. So it all adds up with Hollywood magic and Disney magic. But uh, in closing uh, on this topic, uh, people need to understand that celebrities, you know, they're, they're really propped up, of course, in this world when it comes to news events because they have a major impact, a major influence on society. This is why whenever there's a major event, they're always you know, using Sean Penn with the political aspect about George Bush or all these events that are happening in the world stage today. You have Tom Hanks, Madonna, all these big names because society, they idolize these people and they're going to just, they want to, they want to be on their side and they're just going to go with their famous celebrity. So bigger influence than actually the politicians are the, are the famous celebrities who they are, they're called stars. And that's another mockery with the stars in the heavens so yeah it's it goes deep. that's why they have the fallen stars on the walk of fame because they literally represent the fallen angels the fallen stars as mentioned in revelation hmm i hadn't thought of it that way yeah it's yeah, and, and you know what's funny one last thing I, and i'm so sorry i tell us to stop they talking about the, the walk of fame they have this is funny it's, it's reserved for actors 
but they have Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the third astronaut, I forgot his name. Um, they're all, they all have their own. Michael place. Collins. Did you say that? Yeah. But it's, but it's instead of a star, they have a moon. And mm-hmm. all three of them. Michael Collins. I think it's Michael Collins. I forgot what the third one was, but all three of them. And they have, a, they have a place on the, the walk of, they call it the, um, the walk of fame. I call it the, the hall of shame. <laughs> yeah. That's what it really comes Because they're all actors. Yeah. I think that's what they're saying. They're literally, um, Senator actors, we can get into uh, the aspect of them being confronted, the astronauts being confronted if you want, if you want to move on to something else. But that's a topic I like to discuss um, with, with the uh, the confrontation of the astronauts. We can go there an hour later. Uh, it's completely up to you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's been two hours, 14 minutes. I'm, I'm sure I, mean, I love the long form uh, podcast. I mean, the longer, the better. You know, I mean, that's that's just my personal taste. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I know this is gonna be edited. And I'll just, I'll just, I'll let this will be edited out, of course. Um, of course, we can, um, uh, you know, take out whatever you want, leave in, do whatever you want. But I really like to run over the uh, how they're manipulating, um, controlling all sides uh, of the matrix, and that gets to do the man named Bart Sibrel. Mm-hmm. And basically, Bart Sibrel's the one that confronted Buzz Aldrin. Um, Buzz, all you know, Buzz Aldrin was confronted by this man named Bart Sibrel. About faking the moon landings, and this this man Bart Cerberus, he was he was he was employed by NBC. He was he was embedded, and his special, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, was presented on on later on, on a Fox uh, TV station. Mm. So he's supposed to be this hero, confronting the astronauts about not going to the moon. They're all get angry. They all get upset. The reactions are real. But he, it was set up where these astronauts did absolutely nothing. They accomplished nothing. They've never been in space. But the people running this world, they're psychopaths. And it's like a roast. You know, when you're involved in Freemasonry, you go through the, uh, the ritualistic initiation. Like um, they put a blindfold around you. They put a noose around your neck, all these things. So what I'm getting at is it's a form of ritualistic humiliation, like a roast. So right. what I'm getting at is... People are like, um, are you sure about that? This sounds kind of like a stretch. Well, here's the thing is, how was this man able to enter each astronaut's home after astronaut, after astronaut, and confront them all about the fake moon landing? Why didn't one of the astronauts say, hey, there's a man named Bart Sibrel that's conf- he confronted me. Say it's Buzz Aldrin, the first one. Hey, there's a man named Bart Sibrel. came in my house. I, invited, I let him in my house. I thought it was going to be a legit interview about the moon landing. And he confronted me up saying it's fake. Don't let him in your house. Don't do an interview with them. Doesn't make sense. So I right. believe what happened is they're all confronted and they're all told after the fact, hey, I was sent here by the same people that are paying you. And this is a setup. There's no other explanation how they can go. This man, Bart Sibram, go to house after house after house an interview and confront these astronauts about the fake moon landing and get away with it. I mean, he could so, do it to one, one astronaut, but to keep doing to keep entering house after house with the astronauts. Um, it doesn't make sense. So there's something really fishy going on with that. Well, it had to be planned. And Absolutely. so they were, they were looking for someone to slip. Well, it was planned. And the reason it was done was it was like a gag on the astronauts because they rarely do interviews. How was this man 
Bart Cerebral able to do the interviews. I mean, literally, you look at Neil Armstrong, the first man I suppose he walked in the moon, he's done less than a handful of interviews throughout the years because they're afraid of them saying the wrong things. Too many interviews, too many contradictions. And so they want to minimize that because they're, they're afraid of, of something being wrong. A big thing is, of course, I'm uh, not going on too long here, is uh, you had this, this one eight-year-old girl with her father filming this and this one interview with Buzz Aldrin, like impromptu type of interview that the father's filming, this little girl asking Buzz Aldrin, why don't we? Why haven't we gone back to the moon in such a long time? That's what she's done. And he goes, "That's not a question by eight-year-olds. That's something I want to know, but I think I know." And he held his heart, put his hand on his chest. He goes, "Because we've never been there, and and that's the way it happened." And it pained him to say that he couldn't look in that little girl's eye and lie to her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know if you've seen that or not, but. Oh yeah. Just, okay. You see, yeah, you've seen that. But what I'm getting at is, obviously, this, this never made the mainstream media. You know, and you show this to people, and the program is so strong, they're just like they'll try to write it off. They'll look for every excuse in the book. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of proof out of evidence, but unfortunately, these proofs and evidence are meaningless to those that are com- completely mind controlled by the people that that um, are in power. And that are above them, that that keep them uh, locked in a box, keep them deceived their whole lives again, from birth to death. Well, anyone who would have seen that, they would just disregard it because they don't want their belief to be destroyed. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna just find every excuse in the book and uh, write it off as, um, yeah. This, this is what happens. It's just like anytime you debate someone about flat Earth and you bring up a point. That they can explain um, that that really proves that we live in a, a flat plane. They'll just basically skip over it, like you mm-hmm. never even asked a question, right? And then move on to something about. Well, what they'll about focus the something. They'll focus on something that you can't uh, debunk. And the yeah, just some shadows or yeah, the shadows on uh, the, the moon or blah blah blah. Nothing to do with the actual, you know, yeah. you know, land that the, the ground we're walking on and. Obfuscating, yeah. So that's what it comes down to. I don't. I no longer do debates with these individuals because um, it's literally a, a waste of time. And uh, as far as um, they use straw man tactics, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, uh, stating things like, "Oh, you know, you believe you live on a disc, zip, you know, floating in space," and that's not my position. That's not my position. But the main thing is, no matter what strong evidence we have. Due to the bad stigma, it's it's really at a handicap, no matter how powerful the evidence is, and and that's the unfortunate truth. It's people are going to go with consensus. Consensus rules. Truth doesn't doesn't really matter. Evidence doesn't matter uh, in, in this world, and, and that's the, that's the sad reality. Right. Yeah. Your last episode, you have you were talking about how. Um... I mean, you were just talking about how they they have these deceptive stories that are planted. And last week we had that whole Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. And I was thinking about it before your episode. I'm like, you know, Brian Laundrie, if you rearrange his wor- the words, it's, you can spell brain. And his, his last name means washing, so brainwashing. <laughs> and I, I couldn't figure out Gabby P- Petito until I watched your episode. And then you kind of like, you know, it, it was um, I 
Oh, uh, petite goat or something like that. I, no, it was it was pet. It was it was I pet, pet goat. goat. Yeah, just like the just like the just like in the classroom in, in Sarasota, Florida, um, and supposedly went missing on the same day of that very famous date. Mm-hmm. Uh, went missing and the pet goat the same exact day as well, and and the goat is Baphomet, and the goats go down, and Jesus separated the sheep from the goats. So the goat is in the name. It's just like. This is, I'm not getting off topic, but it's so very important. Just like a lot of our fabricated news. They love the, the cultic names like uh, Richard R- Ramirez. There's the Ram in the name. And also it's Mar as in Mars. So, for example, Aries, is uh, the astrological sign, is the Ram. You know, it's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's also um, has to do with Mars. You know, so you have Mars... And Mars backwards is Ram. There's Ram and Mars as well. And that's the sign. It's the Ram for Aries. So they're all, everything's like kind of interconnected in a very uh, strange way. But like I said, there's very, there's a lot of play on names, like the first woman in space, supposedly for NASA anyways, um, her name is Sally Ride. Like she's taking a ride in space. You know, they had like the man that supposedly showed his wiener, uh, Anthony Wiener showing up. These kind of ridiculous things. Uh, these mm-hmm. actors on the world stage, um, the, the SFO plane incident where you have the pilots, which were, they used this, these uh, names like We Too Low, Holy F, Bangding Ow, and they said they blame it on an intern. When right. It was just amazing. These are psychopaths behind all this nonsense. And they're just and here's the big thing is, And here's the big thing is, I know someone that works for the airlines at San Francisco, but I, I literally live like eight minute drive from the airport and i know someone a friend that was working there for 17 years at the time and i presented this stuff he goes oh come on you're killing me uh no way and i showed him the evidence of the cnn footage of the of the of the plane coming down everything he goes yeah that doesn't make sense and this he was breaking it all down and goes you're right because you know i said yeah you gotta look at the, you gotta look at the stuff man you gotta look at it and not just toss it out the window because, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know what to say, but definitely that doesn't add up with the, with the supposed passengers, you know, doing interviews and they're walking perfectly fine when this plane literally crashes, belly flops as hard as their backs would have been broken. They, would, they, they wouldn't. You, and you have all the people, you look at the footage, all these people are walking out. They're getting their luggage. Their luggage is locked in the lower <laughs> compartment. And they're all walking out with these huge pieces of luggage. It's not like the ones you'd carry in your overhead. It mm-hmm. was just a big drill. And the yeah. planes didn't match up. Some of the planes, uh, some angles, the, the grass was tall, some were short. It's not on purpose. And here's the big thing. The um, the one the one kid that was being interviewed, the, big, the, the, the most famous aspect is that one young kid being interviewed. He was wearing a, uh, an orange shirt and it had the skeleton for the skull and bones on it uh, mm. for Freemasonry. So... They're always going to give us this clue. One of the girls, she was wearing, um, again, the reverse. She had 11-9 on her jacket, you know. Supposedly, she was hit by a fire truck. That's the only person that, that perished, supposedly. And talking about perish, there was an event at this nightclub in Florida. Mm-hmm. And the names of the doctors, one was Dr. Parrish. Another was Dr. Lube. You know, uh, they had all these planned names with, and you, we know what kind of nightclub it was. It wasn't a straight nightclub. So you had Dr. Lube for this nightclub and, and the main doctor was Dr. Parrish. 
just like that one school you had the the one man operating the the bodies i just i gotta be careful i gotta worry uh his name was dr carver what are, what are carver what are they do they they're carving they're cutting they're carving so you know they, they they've done this and one big thing is that's been ongoing a gag is the batman thing we, we talked about it earlier with aurora with the batman event mm-hmm. after that you had uh boston with with the joker his name is uh, Jokar, but it's, it's really Joker, and he was wearing um, a 33 hat. There's a three on one side, three on the other. You go to France, you had the Bataclan, the Bat. You had that one event in Virginia, uh, a Bang Bang event with a reporter, and the names end up being like Bert Ward. Uh, the, the names when you when you mm. the planned names were. The Batman character's real name. His name is Adam Ward. So it's like the, the first and last name of the two characters from Batman. So, and what did what did the what did the bug start from? The bug started from a bat, supposedly. This ongoing nonsense started from a bat. So they yeah. have the Batman theme, and that gets back to more importantly, episode number thirty-three from the original Batman series, where they were having. Of these cocktails during a party and all these uh, people were in, the, in this in this uh, living room and there's made mention of the man in the in the portrait and they say that's Bruce Wayne's great-grandfather what? and I heard he was I heard he was uh, a member of skull and bones you, and the lady says the, the a member no sir he founded skull and bones so Batman's grand great grandfather founded Skull and Bones Freemasonry. So the connection with Freemasonry and Batman and all these events with the Bat. There's an event in in Townsville with this one child who was deceased, and he was in a, in this coffin, and he was wearing a Batman outfit. And you don't see him in there, but you see the top of the Batman's uh, costume, the top of the head sticking out. And then all these superheroes speak. It was just an absolute uh, 100% stage nonsense. But what we're getting at is, is just like the, the whole uh, Bart Cerebral fiasco, there are psychopaths behind all of this. And they have a very interesting sense of humor. Um, there are, and I, I said it many times, people laugh, but it's the truth. They call themselves the Illuminati because they're illuminated and they're naughty. You know, just like, <laughs> just like when you have like SCX on the so-called ball earth again flipped upside down. So the first image in X amount of years of the ball earth was back in 2016. Mm-hmm. They show that, oh, here's our first image since blah, blah, blah. Our second, only our second full image from space of the full ball earth. And as SCX in the clouds. Um, and what I'm getting at is even going back further when they had, um, the Mir space station, the Russian supposed Mir space station, it was hilarious. I did a video presentation on that. You had the CNN, um, you had the CNN correspondent smiling and laughing or the whole thing covering the mirror. He's showing like literally cartoons, animation of the mirror in space. It was just literally, and he's just smiling and laughing all the time. And they're, they're going to get a vantage point of it coming back to Earth because it basically expired. It's, it did its time. They're going to have it crash back down to Earth. 
So, where was it going to be filmed from? It was filmed from uh, off of uh, the was it the Fiji Islands, off this one town named Nate, N A T I, Nate, like Illuminate. Yeah. Um, just like, and this gets back to that one of in New York. Who filmed the plane? It was the Nate brothers, like the Illuminate brothers. They're the plan names. Remember that? They're in yeah. the streets of New York, and they, they they turn the camera around. They're doing this with the French and the U.S. Uh, firefighters doing a joint exercise in the streets. And they said the Nade brothers filmed hmm. this. So it's the Nade, the Nade brothers. It's a, it's a complete plan of names. And, 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 and talking about plan of names, the, the first – people don't know this. Even people involved in the science, they don't know this. The man that conceived the whole concept of the space telescopes is a man named Lyman. He's a Lyman Spitzer. So it was a Spitzer space telescope before there was the Hubble. And he was a skull and bones Freemason from Yale. He was first at Princeton, then went to Yale. And mm -hmm. after 33 years, he became like, uh, he moved up a higher level after 33 years. So definitely... Uh, the plan names is is um, always present with with a lot of these uh, events. Like here's another one too, Bernie Madoff. Like he made up with your money. <laughs> you know that that's one I yeah. always. And these people are laughing. Like we're gonna. It's like to them. It's like it's like this. Let's be honest with all of us. In life, you look for certain um, levels. Like for example, you want to buy a house. Um, after you do that, it's mission accomplished. And first, you get it's like you got your dream house or. Whatever you accomplish in life, but you're looking for new things to keep you, um, you know, uh, going, keep you entertained, keep you pushing forward. These people have all the money. They have all the power. Now, let's just play with the world. It's yeah. like that scene from Flash Gordon when Ming the Merciless is with Clytus aboard the spaceship. And he goes, Earth, what a and they go, what a bunch of pathetic Earthlings. And Clytus goes to Ming, do you want to destroy this? Earth. He goes, no. Let's play with it for a while before annihilation. And then he starts laughing. It's kind of like the psychopath, yeah. kind of like what they're doing now. They're giving us another truth. And another interesting thing about Flash Gordon is a scene with Flash fighting um, one of these winged birds, uh, human, you know, with the wings. What do you, I forgot I forgot the name of the character. Uh, Hawk. They were the Hawkmen. And they're fighting on this platform, and, and Flash is saying, "Don't you see? It's Ming that he wants us fighting. You know, let's 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 group let's let's um let's go to let's group together. Let's fight me. We can do this." And that's <laughs> the same concept of Star Trek, with the Klingon King and Kirk fighting aboard the Enterprise. And Kirk tells King, "Don't you see? There's a being out there. It's this cloud." That's make, manipulating all this, making us fight. Throw it on your sword. Don't let him, don't let this entity have us fight. And he convinced King to throw a sword. And the Klingons started stop fighting the bridge of the Enterprise. And yeah. that entity no longer had power through manipulation. That's the same thing that's happening now. If people realize what's happening, the manipulation, they're, they're less than the 1%. If people woke up, they're done. They're completely done. And, but... People are so wrapped up in this lie system, uh, the divide and conquer, keeping the eyes off those that rule and the eyes on each other. And um, yeah, they're, 
that you know you control the media, you control the minds, and they have a stranglehold in the media, of course. And uh, yeah, they have complete mind control over society. Yeah, I mean everything's designed intentionally. I mean we work eight hours, sometimes ten hours a day, and we get home, we have to cook dinner for our family, and then we barely have time to sit down and watch our favorite TV shows or watch the sports games. I mean, there, I mean that that's why the sports go on from season to season and they overlap each other. So when you're when the the you know football's done, you can go on move on to basketball, and when basketball's done, you can move on to hockey and and baseball, baseball. and so yeah. forth. So it's never ending. So if you're really into sports, you you don't have time to look and in, look into conspiracies and and test the news and do research. I mean, who has time for that? Yeah, and that, that's a big thing. And to be blunt, a lot of people involved with this, I know personally, they're self-employed. They have more free time on their hands to look at things. And when you're so caught up in this world, like you just mentioned, work, then entertainment, you barely have time for anything, family, mortgage, you put everything together. And now you're putting another responsibility. Now they have to think for themselves. It's like, no, there's already people out there in the media doing it. Now you're putting another responsibility out of one. They don't have the tools, by the way. They don't have the, they don't have the tools to, to investigate things. They've never done it before. They never look at anything. But I'll tell you right now, um, I know people that really rejected a lot of things I've said. I, I'll even say, you know, I had a former boss at a job um, on social media. He deleted me um, because I was calling uh, the event in Boston a fabrication. But later on, it's funny, I ran to him in the streets, I explained the things to him in detail. And um, after that, we, we we got to be back to being friends and talked to him on the phone and he's obsessed with the truth and talking to me all the time about it. <laughs> and it's funny because his wife told me, goes, goes, you know, you changed this man and now he's obsessed with truth. Before, he was a, he was a completely different person. Now he's looking at everything. He sees things with new eyes now and and that's thanks to you. Yeah, it's like, it's like anything else, you know. It's like, it's like uh, truth is like, it's like, uh, how can I say? Information is like digesting a meal. It takes time. Once you once you consume something, your body has to process it, digest it. And the problem with people is, before you can digest the information, the mind blocks it off. Yeah, the mind blocks it off. From it's like I don't want to use the term antivirus, like a computer, but like you're trying to download something. And it might be uh, nothing bad at all, but the antivirus blocks it off and the program can't be downloaded. It's it's rendered useless. And that's all what right. the mind is doing. It's it's thinking it's because of, of the strong brainwashing, the programming is it, the mind initially is taking the information as as a bad information and it's discarding it right away, just like the antivirus in your computer when it's not. It's it's a, a, a false positive like uh, some programs I've on my own computer. I'm downloading things that are 100% legit, but it's foreign to the computer that doesn't understand, and it's just it's being quarantined in the uh, in the antivirus software of the computer. So that's, you know, what I learned is this. Basically, like I said earlier, adults, you know, they're literally just grown children, and, and their parents are the government. And don't yeah. talk bad about my parents when you talk bad about their favorite politician, about their, uh, you know, the favorite news station or the government in general. You know, it's like, it's funny. They, they, they can might mention some things they don't like about the government, but if you go totally anti-government, then they, they go ballistic because again, it's their whole 
core system is wrapped around that. If you remove that, they don't. It's like it's like a hermit crab. You remove their safety, you remove their shell, and and they're very vulnerable, and they're scared. They don't know what direction to go. They don't know what to do. So they're just sticking that safety. It's just like someone stuck at a job. They they stay there because of a fear. It's they're miserably comfortable at a job. It just pays enough to go to, to, to get to have them get by in this world, but they're unhappy. But they're stuck there right. because they're afraid of the unknown, and that gets back to people. They're afraid when when you're presented with something. Yeah, it makes sense, but you're one of very few people that are talking about this. And the problem is, is very few truth speakers that really can articulate it and have it down <laughs> well because there's no university for this. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of joke. I said about Jaron and David Wise being baby truthers, um, <laughs> you know, a while ago, uh, because I would disagree on, on, a, on a topic with them. And I, and I, I kind of joke about this RV Truth University, but but in reality is there's no guidebook, there's nothing uh, like we can just go to, and we have to just rely on what could be proven. And we're all like very liquid while we seek the truth. On their side of it, they have tons and tons and tons of fake, phony literature they take as truth. Mm-hmm. Like they'll watch someone on TV speak, and why do they always have that kind of programming? They'll have like a library, stacks and stacks of books on a shelf. That equates to them being well-read, very educated. Look how many books they oh they read. That's just a prop. It's a prop to make them seem very intelligent, you know. And right. that gets back to yeah, being involved with truth is a difficult journey because there's a lot of pitfalls along the way. And the major problem is this: when you're involved with truth, is be so very careful to anybody out there speaking truth if you're not sure about something be honest say you don't know because if you make an error in judgment that's always going to be attached to you and people are going to you could be right about a hundred things you're wrong about one thing when you're involved in this in this aspect in this world of truth if you're if you're wrong about one thing you get something wrong they're going to harp on that all those other hundred things you're right about doesn't mean anything they're going to harp on that so it's a very very tough road to go down and you're going to be under a microscope by people um, you know that go with consensus, go again, go with all the lies. And even though there's contradictory in, in in those textbooks and in science, they'll just ignore that, of course, and focus. Because it's like it's like it's like left and right politics. You know, even though that's fake and phony, mm-hmm. they're always they're they're already taken aside. They already and, and and you know it, it. What it comes down to is this: when it comes to truth, you're planting a seed, and really they have to. Um, they don't want to ever think it's because of, quote, you, you woken up. They always want, because of their pride, it's always they want it to be them. They're the ones that figured it out. So it's better to plant a seed, let them, with those seeds you plant, let them, let it sprout and them figure it out. With, due to pride, it's better them come to the conclusion than sometimes we kind of like bang on about it too much. And then their ego's going to say, yeah, this guy basically showed me that I was fooled. I was had, I was duped. And no one likes to admit they've been had and they were conned. And uh, it's again, I said it a million times. You know, you know, um, the biggest enemy of truth is is one's own ego, and yep. the ego is holding a lot of people back in this world from seeing what's really going on. Yeah, one of the, I mean, 
a lot of people just don't understand why why it's so important to open our eyes uh, open our eyes and accept that you know that the world is flat because it opens the door to so many different things like my life has improved so much better and like I'm healthier I don't eat meat I eat some meat but not all the time like I I stay away from chicken if I can possibly can but I don't eat pork I don't eat beef and I'll Let's start yeah. and I can't get away from dairy but <laughs> It's really difficult, but um, I almost don't eat chicken at all. If I, That's if I great. Can help it. That's great because I, I always push people getting away from meat products. You know, a doctor, even doctors, it's just like I said about the level. You know, uh, uh, some guy, you know, showing you how to use a, how to level things at a distance. He'll talk about water being level, and it's always a hundred percent accurate. Well, doctors will always talk about you're eating too much meat. You got to eat more vegetables. You got to eat more vegetables. And when it comes down to it, we can sustain ourselves, and I've done for many years, without consuming meat. I still occasionally have cheese. I don't mm-hmm. drink milk. I drink almond milk, coconut milk. Same but that's the only thing is maybe um, some cheese, like uh, a, cheese, a vegetarian pizza. But as far as meat products, no. And people say, well, you know, this vegetarian vegan thing is, is a uh, NW agenda. I'm like... If that's true, every single fast food restaurant would be vegetarian or vegan. They're not. Right. You know, so that told because we have to understand this system we're living in, obviously, you just think about the how ridiculous it is. I mean, let's be honest, just drinking milk. We're drinking milk from a cow. Every animal drinks milk, uh, you know, a, a calf drinks from the, the cow itself, uh, baby sheep, goats, all these, all these animals drink from the but we're drinking from you know if someone says oh there's bottled milk from a female human and they're oh my gosh that's disgusting but that's the brainwashing it's perfectly fine in society to drink a milk from a cow because obviously they're using a cow because it can produce milk in mass quantities compared to a female human and they don't want to farm a female human so we're going to use a cow uh, against their will and just stick them in these cages and and uh, and do this but what, what what i'm what i'm getting at is it's 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 as you journey down a truth, you're gonna go down these paths. The further you go down, um, you're gonna realize. Um, and to me, the reason people stick with me, and I'm so glad you're, you're. It's a gradual thing, and that's how I did it too. I'm just being blunt. I didn't just go cold turkey. Um, it was my family were farmers. You know, they're farmers, and they you know did all these things. You know, butchered all this stuff with cows and chickens, all that. Um, at a young age, I, I wanted to be a vegetarian. I, I, I tried to go cold turkey when I was like very young. I got weak. I felt sick because I did it too fast. You, you, it's got to be a gradual process, and you're doing it the right way to slowly uh, get get away from completely eating meat. But what I'm getting at, it's selfish. If we can sustain ourselves with fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains, uh, potatoes. I mean, there's so many dishes I make. Um, that are absolutely delicious. The, the problem is people like they think like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? You got to be creative, and if, if, if you have a heart, you know you're going to at least try to uh, wean yourself off of it. And like I said, I'm not giving anybody a hard time if they're still uh, doing it and they're but they're trying to get away with it. It's people that refuse and they make every excuse. The book. I'm like, look, like I said, we can we can live without without the slaughter of animals you don't want to do because your selfishness uh because you like the taste of meat 
You know, mm -hmm. that's the only reason because you love the hamburger, you 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 love the the barbecue, but in reality you're being selfish. You know, you know, here's the thing is, how many times when someone's sitting down eating a steak or eating a hamburger from McDonald's that's wrapped in these packages, how many times do they even think about the poor animal that was was killed? None. They don't think about it. No. They're just it's just it's because they're so brainwashed in society, it's not even a, a thing. They don't consider that. It's just uh, and that's how you know, they, obviously, the people that run this world, they know how the human mind works, uh, obviously. And they, they, they're masters at manipulation. And what it comes down to is this, the pyramid structure as well. We're at the very top of, of the pyramid. They're enlightened. Everybody else is cut, dumbed down, ignorant. Mm -hmm. And this is a means of control through ignorance. That's why it's so important to, to keep the populace dumbed down at every single angle. And here's a big thing is, let's say everybody's in on it. No, because... For example, someone might be part of a, of a fake news story. Um, they think they're the only ones. Like, oh, we're part of this event. We don't know the rest of them are fake, but they want to do this one, but they don't know how far it goes in these other ones and how, how large the scale is. Um, you know, I can't read minds in every single situation. I know they actually reuse some of these people, but what I'm getting at is um, just like NASA, someone sitting behind a behind um for example in uh nasa space center um when when the rock goes off i can't say for a fact if that person knows if that one that rocket's landing in the ocean or not but for example the people building the rockets you know they're just building uh components to it they have no when clue. it's assembled it's a whole different story yeah so the deception um like the old saying goes is it's all you know the, it's all by compartments compartmentalized and that's basically the structure um where what you, people are so focused on what they're what they're doing they don't realize what others do. one thing i want to mention too is, is space shuttles the whole space shuttle program that this is something that needs to be t uh, talked about more of course it's no longer uh implemented but mm -hmm. basically we know these spatials are, are shaped just like airplanes and the big thing is this people don't realize is space shuttles supposedly when they're launched they expel all their jet fuel on the initial launch. So literally, they go into space, no jet fuel, no nothing. They're just uh, coasting around in uh, in uh, in the vacuum of space. When they come back in a supposedly Earth's orbit, they're supposedly acting like a glider. With right. those little dinky wings, <laughs> they're falling out of the sky, and somehow they come in for these uh, these perfect landings. But here's a big thing is, I studied that these these so-called um, space shuttles. You hear the Doppler effect going when they fly by. You, you you hear the Doppler. You see the you hear the Doppler effect going by. They have engines, but what they do to try to disguise them, they have those two jets flying side by side. So you think, oh, you're hearing the you're hearing the jet engines. That's the disguise. Mm. So when when you watch a space shuttle supposedly come back from space, like it's falling out of a rock out of the sky, and somehow as a glider coming in with those little tiny wings. When you watch the footage, they just show it the last moments. Like, oh, it's, here it is. Right. It's appearing, and it's in the sky. They're always never... escorted, so that's why you, you hear the, the jets. Exactly, exactly. And I have, uh. I have a really good footage of you can hear that. You can literally, and you can see, obviously, these are not. I mean, you compare the flight of real gliders. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's dead silence to these so-called space shuttles. And you literally, you know, and they also have engines that are hidden as well. 
in the back and they're in, and I show the compartments where they're very, very intelligent. And obviously they have the, the engines for the initial launch and they have the actual um, engines. And here's a big thing too. In Russia, they have the Buran, uh, which means storm. And um, it's literally, it's a clone of the space shuttle going at the same time. And we all seen the images in the video of these uh, like 747s with these space shuttles aboard them because again, they don't carry jet fuel on, um, uh, only on the initial launch. So they need to be uh, escorted. They need to be carried around or, you know, by trailer. But the easiest way is by plane. Mm-hmm. They're not holding supposedly jet fuel. Here's the big problem. They did the same thing in Russia where they show these, these uh, the Buran being um, hitched on the top of these, these airplanes. But they also let something out they shouldn't have let out. They showed the Buran, the space shuttle clones, taking off at, um, on these uh, these tarmacs and flying. They're actually, because they never show that, with, obviously, because the space shuttle, they don't fly, they're just gliders, but they actually show the Buran flying from taking off like an airplane. You oh, know, wow. that kind of kind of blows away that they're just gliders and they only have fuel during the initial blast off into space. So, again, I've covered many aspects, not just one. Uh, there's many, many, many aspects to the whole deception. Uh, <laughs> I covered the whole Discover, the Challenger, so the whole spectrum. And the the more you see, the more the more you know, and and the more you dig, the more you find, of course. And uh, yeah, so here's a problem. All the information I gathered over the years, you try to sum it up in a one-hour, two-hour, three-hour conversation. Um, oh, it's impossible. It's it's impossible. It's like someone um, – you try to explain, for example, someone that went to a four-year university. Try to educate them your whole entire four years of, of the ins and outs of everything you've done in a three-hour conversation. How much they can grasp, how much they can see, how much they'll know from that. It's very, very limited. And also a big thing is – is a picture says a thousand words. They, they haven't seen what we have seen with our own eyes. And I, I know that, Mikey, with you, um, you came to this conclusion on Flat Earth based on solid information. Um, you're a teacher and educator. And and I, I applaud you, you're, you're in a position, because you're in a position where myself, I'm behind the scenes, uh, but you're putting your, you're, you really put your neck out. And I really, really appreciate that what you're doing coming out as an educator as a teacher and and, and do what you're doing and thank you for thank you for for what you're doing it's uh we need more people like you uh coming out and being brave enough uh to speak the truth when you see it it is risky and but you know i i definitely want to get out of this field and, and move into something that isn't attached to any kind of you know dogma yeah. D- dogma yes and it's uh, very difficult to, you know, because we we really aren't allowed to teach anything outside of the, the the STAR program or the SATs. So our curriculums are very guided. So if, if we're not teaching what the tests have, then we're out of compliance. So we're <laughs> we're almost stuck. Yeah. So <laughs> when we get into topics about teaching about the the robber barons, and that's really the only time we can interject, like how everything is being manipulated and how our education is being manipulated by all the money because all you have to do is go to the the like the Rockefeller Foundation website you can see how much money they give to the education system how much money they put into the jab like all these things that are being controlled right before our eyes they don't hide it 
everything's in plain sight. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and the big trap is the further you're down uh, um, a path of lies, it's very hard to turn around. If you're university educated, you spend X amount of dollars, and now someone throws a monkey around and says, hey, everything you're, you've been fed is basically BS. All that money you spent, you're still in debt. Is is you, You're spending money to be lied to, basically, manipulated in, in, right. this, in this system we're living in. So the people that usually tend to go in this direction are the ones – that attended some college, like in my case, some college. But I knew the whole entire time I was going through high school, it's it's a system that's created. Uh, even before that, you have the the parents they're 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 at work, and while the parents are at work, they got to have the kids being indoctrinated. I didn't know the word <laughs> as a, as a young person. I didn't know the, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't part of my vocabulary the word indoctrinated, but I knew it was a control system. I can see what was happening and. And uh, the the peer pressure and, and you know, the, the raw, raw school spirit, which I was never part of and I didn't want to be part of it. Um, and, and, and so I, I saw what was happening. And one thing I always do is I always sit back and I don't let my emotions dictate things. I, I sit back and I look at what's happening and I look at where things are, are leading to or, or leading to and without the agendas that going through the time and and and. Uh, and definitely one thing I want to mention, actually talking about schools is, is the, the graduation cap. You know, I want to ask you, you know, you, you know about the graduation cap, the story behind that. Um, I know it's symbolic and it and relates to the, the Freemasons because yes. of the, the shape of the, I can't think of the name of it. The mortar. It's yeah. It's the yeah. The mortar. mortar. Yeah. The mortar when it comes to Freemasonry and the, and the building blocks of building and that's why Masons love to have photos like Michael Jackson, all these famous celebrities, behind the bricks, the bricks of Freemasonry. They're they're the 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 bricklayers of society, um, and and basically what it comes down to is when you wear that cap, it's it's the actual mortar, and it's and you don't have the higher ups like you look at uh, Bill Cosby, you look at Oprah Winfrey, a lot of these famous people uh, when they're higher up. They do not wear the mortarboard. They wear usually a standard baseball cap or a soft cap. Um, when they're younger, yeah, they'll see some photos of some celebrities before they became enlightened wearing those uh, mortar caps. But it's, made, it's meant as an insult. It's meant as mockery as you've been successfully indoctrinated in our life system. And mm -hmm. people think professors and universities um, are intelligent and well-read. Well, they're just... Imagine the people that constructed that university and the ones that, that wrote those textbooks that basically they're teaching out of verbatim. If you're not teaching verbatim, there's, you're, you're, you're wrong. There's something wrong yeah. with you. You're not a top-level professor because you're dictating from, quote, proven science, proven facts, information, and you're not top-level. So to move up, you got to have the straight A's, and what you're doing is just regurgitating or you're testing on lies. You, you, you got the lies down right. You got an A-plus on the lies uh, <laughs> on the globe or, or whatever else. But again, education's needed. Uh, mathematics, uh, language. But again, a fine filter is required when it comes to science, when it comes to history. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just like church. There's exactly the same concept. Ten church with a good filter because they're giving us yeah. some good information. But uh, there's lies mixed in. So people just need discernment. And uh, 
the, again, the problem is there's no universities for truth. There's, we're just, um, you know, literally when it comes down to it, um, it's about, let's say 10, 12 years myself doing it. There's a, a very, very relatively young real truth movement. There was one prior, but it was controlled guys like Bill Cooper, David Icke, Jordan Maxwell, all these types are giving us some truth. But then you have David Icke give us some truth. They don't talk about planet Draconia and -hmm. how they're lizard people running this world. When it's (laughs) a twist of truth, when reality, they are aliens per se, but not aliens from the world. They're alien to this world. They're the fallen ones and their bloodline. So they're just twisting the truth. There's no planet Draconia and any of that nonsense. So it's it's truth in plain sight with a twist and again um it's like this the, the best analogy i have and i and i show this in the video it's like a ten thousand piece puzzle you know and you try to explain a lot of truth to people but until you put at least 75 percent of that puzzle they're not going to see it so it's it's going to even then even then they're going to just uh, uh, ignore and deny the information so it's a long road and uh yeah and uh, over time we have to and i think this is the best way to put it and i really appreciate a support of my channel eddie bravo um he's been on joe rogan's podcast many many times of course very good friends with rogan but he said this as far as explaining the flat earth to people he goes i don't have patience i don't have time to explain it to people because it just causes fights debates arguments the first thing i'll ask them is if they believe in the moon landing if they believe in the moon landing, he says, I don't even start. It's, it's too, it's, they're too far gone. Yeah. It's too far to go. But you can still have a, a short, simple conversation and plant seeds with that individual. But as far as going in too far in depth, it's probably um, in futility. You know, it's probably not going to go anywhere. But with myself, I, I kind of like never give up with, with certain individuals. When you already invested a lot of time trying to explain things to them, especially with family and close friends, you kind of maybe go far. Sometimes they don't want to hear it, but I look at it this way. There's nothing more important in this world than truth, you know, really. And that leads to the creator. That's why it's so important. Like the Bible says, right. uh, the truth will set you free. You know, you, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So that's why it's so very important. And, um, yeah, the Bible's literal as far as, far as uh, this whole world lie system. And that gets into the, the Antichrist system. It's kind of funny. It might be off topic, but it's very, it's very pertinent, very important. When it talks about in the Bible about how the Antichrist is basically uh, through lying wonders is going to deceive the world. So lying wonders and uh, false, false miracles. What is that? That's a hoax. That's mm-hmm. a hoax, literally, when you translate it to simplest terms. So whatever's going to happen with this false miracle, uh, the one-eyed. And that's why, of course, they do the one-eye symbolism with a lot of celebrities covering one eye. And some of them know what they're doing, some don't. You're supposed to cover the right eye because, biblically, the Antichrist is blind in the right eye. And that's why, that's, of course, with the one eye on the the back of the dollar bill, that represents your one-eye God. So that's, that's what people don't understand these symbols. And that gets back to Manly P. Hall, which I've talked about in pretty much every live stream this famous quote, when the human race, mankind learns to read the language of symbolism, a great veil will fall from the eyes of men. And that gets back to that one-eyed God. And um, they put that one-eyed God in the pyramid. And the pyramid is 
again the 60 degree angle so read you know like the old saying goes read between the lines you know it's all hmm. right in front of us but you have to not because we like it but we have to um study the occult study the other side like a lot of christians don't know this there's the, there's the a revelation 9/11 in the bible well the satanic bible has um the nine rules or is it nine rules and the 11 laws in their satanic bible so i find that very interesting of course revelation 9/11 that's the only verse in the bible that mentions the antichrist by name his name is apollyon in greek and abaddon abaddon in hebrew so hmm. you know that's that's why revelation uh 9/11 is so important in the bible um it, it that's that's why they and people don't know this that the whole calling system the 9/11 calling system was 1968 it was 33 years prior to that event the same wow. year the same year the first um uh, the groundbreaking of the north tower oh wow so that so i think i've heard that before yeah so yeah so it was the first the very first phone call ever made a 911 calling system was a city in alabama called haleysville alabama it's funny haleysville with haley's comet but haleysville it's on the third year parallel um i found that interesting as well but the the buildings came down literally with the north tower after 33 years um <laughs> and and here's a big thing the so called pilot i won't say his name was 33 years <laughs> you know and th- these things are just plainly obvious um to see um and i'm going to go deeper and deeper i got to be careful on this topic i don't want to you know go too deep on this topic but there's so much to break down with this event and and um well, i better stop there because i don't want <laughs> I, i want i want this to to stay going and and we're all good and uh, yeah so <laughs> we'll leave it there unless you want to go on that we'll direction. save it for another discussion but yeah, I, i think yeah. i think we need to to cut this off and and say our goodbyes because we were already at 3 hours and 5 minutes and i think i'm going to have issues exporting this <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. And I'll tell you something too. Feel free, Mikey, to to chop out whatever you want, use whatever you want, disregard, say some stuff for another episode. Do whatever you want, you know. It's it's your it's your it's your going to be your presentation. And I'm so sorry. Sometimes I tend to go on for for a long time. I end up going down and I go down and I, we're talking about one topic and I veer off to another because everything's interconnected. It's yeah. interwoven, interweaved Definitely. together. And th- literally I we could just go on and on forever. I could talk about um you know uh Dylan Roof and 33 um you know counts against him uh more into Boston, more into Sandy, more into London and just I mean uh, uh all these events, you know, nine uh, of course uh, uh the OJ case. I'll just throw it you real quick and I'll, I'll let you go. They, they do it by the numbers. Mm-hmm. OJ, and you might have heard in the Alex Stein show but but you know he was he was sued by the Goldman family for 33 million you know 13 years after being acquitted he sentenced to to prison for 33 years for stealing back his own merchandise all these things these are the foundational things but people are still stuck they say yeah that's all by the numbers and there's your dual 33s but they can't believe 
you know, and the symbolic with a white Bronco. But people, people like it's like flat Earth. You point something like that out, but it, it's it's there's too many stumbling blocks. But but what about right. this? But what about that? But there's answers to them all, and it's a long road. And that's that's for another discussion of the time. And yeah, Mike, I won't go any longer. I'll, I'll just keep I'll keep <laughs> you tied up uh, for you know, until uh, you know until next week talking. You know, I, I tend to do that, and I apologize, but. You know, I'm very passionate about it, and I go on it for a bit long, and um, that's just me. Well, what, what website do you want to uh, me to post up, and, and do you want me to put up the the one five three news dot net your channel on there? Or? Yeah, you could do that. Be great. You know, one five three news and uh, and the uh, the YouTube channel. I just got thirty thousand subs. You know, in the past, I went by Russian vids, and everybody knew me by that, mm-hmm. and I'd get you know fifty thousand subs, and you know, and uh, like half a year. Now I'm RV Truth. People are still finding me because I never went by RV Truth. Well, I did for uh, I had RV Truth exposed in the Matrix for a short time. But what I'm getting at is still people are they said I thought you were gone because people are not searching RV Truth. They're searching Russian right. vids. Oh, there's you know these phony. There's a lot of fake ones out there. A lot of ones stealing my my uh, name and uh, actually real quick there's there's someone out there with RussianVids.net posting my videos and they have a donation button to collect. Oh no, that's not you. It's not me. No. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of like that happening. And of course people still in my work, people take my work verbatim and, 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 you know, real quick, I, I did this video on pink being a transgender fake pregnancy and literally some woman, every word verbatim took everything I said she took the the visuals and she just used her voice, but took every word I said and just redid the video with her voice. Mm. Plagiarism at its finest. Yeah, at least give you credit. You know, no credit given. Yeah, no how, credit how, given. how hard is that? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is, um, and a lot of people, you know, they'll take from me. I don't mind people taking my videos, reuploading without my permission. I already said that people could take my stuff. Uh, you know, it'd be nice if you put a link. But people know it's my voice, but she tried to be tricky about it by not using my voice and just taking every word and just uh, redoing the video with, you know, just basically, um, you know, stealing from me. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, Alex Jones, Infowars did the same thing. I did a video on the Batman, uh, you know, a few years back, about five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And they did a verbatim video, exact images, everything, too. It, it wasn't, but the thing is, not every word was was verbatim. They, you know, use their own dialogue, their own words, but literally it was just a ripoff of of my work. And uh, I take that as flattery because, you know, they're a big big promotion, uh, not a big promotion, but a big network, and it was, my information is good enough where they can take it. So yeah, and uh, yeah. So nonetheless, thanks so much. I, I'm, I'll stop there because I'll keep yapping. Uh, <laughs> th- yeah, well, thanks so much, Mikey, for for doing this and. Uh, yeah, well, man, thank you, you for for coming on this show. I mean, I, it's such an honor and a pleasure, and, and it, it was great meeting you finally. And uh, yeah, I'll keep watching your stuff, and hopefully yeah, we'll man, do I, this again. Yeah, I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it's it's a long road, and um, you're well far ahead of the game just by hearing everything you're saying. You being an educator, um, as well, it's uh, it's really I'm sure a, it's a long road. <laughs> What's it's that? a long road. A long road, and um, yeah, man, and um, you really, like I said during our, during our talk, you really see who you know who am I? I'm just a guy that 
nobody knows my identity. Nobody knows besides my moniker. When you know a lot of people, you know, like yourself, David Weiss, they put their real names out there. Um, it can affect you. It can affect uh, you. You know, for example, you know, people dox you. People, you know, put your, your real name out there. It, it's not so much when you're doing a flat earth. When I'm calling events like shooting events, uh, fake bombings, hoaxes, and then now people are doxing you. People get angry about those things, and it can lead to more problems. But, but this, of course, what we're talking about now is not going to be aired. But yeah, it's just it's it's there's many variables with that. With flat earth, you're not going to get too many enemies. You're not people, um, you know, of course, combative, but it's not going to be as bad as calling 9-11 out for what it is, uh, and, right. and, you know, a government operation, Sandy Hook, Boston, all these events, fake, you're going to create a lot of, a lot of problems. And, and I've done that, you know, and I've been shut down because I'll tell you real quick, Daily Mail, they mm. reported me to YouTube for saying the London attack was a hoax. At the time, I had the two channels, 150,000 subs. And um, I was doing wow. very well off topic. You know, I had a pay, I had my, uh, Google AdSense, I was doing up to nine hundred dollars a day with that too. Just so wow. I have to support myself and but I was making up to nine hundred dollars a day with because I was getting so many views on my videos, it was ridiculous. Um but what what I'm getting at is yeah, it's it's definitely a long road of truth and um you've been at truth for I could tell for longer than a year and a half. But as far as flat earth, that's fantastic. You 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 seem well versed for a year and a half, you're you're well uh, from from hearing you speak on it. Oh, like, I was obsessed. For about three months, yeah. and you're, you're way ahead of the game. You're, you're, the the you're obsession ready, ready. never stopped. I mean, I was I was referencing everything, and because of my journalism experience, I was citing everything. So I wasn't just listening to people and taking their word for it. I was investigating and looking at it, and all right, where did this come from, and where did this come from, and so everything was just leading to something else. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and here's the thing: is too to, to, be, to be honest too. On the flip side, when people like myself, David Weiss. And others were doing flat Earth. We didn't have a uh, any, you know. We were the ones doing the the new work and what? How does this work? What about? And there wasn't much information out there at all. So right. we had to do a lot of our own figuring out of things and and brainstorming amongst the community. Um, and you know, but we 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 knew the foundationally. We didn't have all the answers at the start, but we knew uh, we're not living on a spinning ball. And but we couldn't figure out certain things like eclipses in the beginning a tides mm -hmm. and these kind of things we're like we weren't you know we're like david weiss well, what about this we're like trying to figure it out we don't know everything and um but that's just being real but now you know it's it's you know still for a year and a half at this wow i'm, I'm really happy uh, and again that's what i was thinking before we spoke to you i'm like yeah i'm definitely gonna do this interview with, with you because you know you're you're putting yourself out there we need and i said this before during my live streams we need more people out there. You know, if I stop making videos of David Weiss and, you know, and there's not many others, it's, it's going to die off. We need people that are passionate. And that's what I was thinking before we spoke to you. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to do this interview with, with you because, you know, you're, you're putting yourself out there. We need, and I said this before during my live streams, we need more people out there. You know, if I stop making videos of David Weiss and, you know, and there's not many others, it's, it's going to die off. We need people that are passionate about this yeah. very important truth because later on this is going to be known and, and and i'm not doing this for glory but doing it for the sake of truth that wow these people stuck their necks out and they were ridiculed in the beginning but yeah you know someone has to do it you know someone has to do it and 
And right. you got to have some courage, and you got to gotta have a lot of passion, a lot of courage, and uh, uh, there'll be a lot of ridicule thrown your way. And again, consensus is the big thing. If you're doing a debate, I wouldn't even do it. If someone's you start doing a lot of this, someone asks you to debate, debate, say, "There's no debate. The Earth is flat." I hate debates, honestly. <laughs> it's all all they have is ridicule. Yeah, and they're gonna they quote win with the baller side because of the bad stigma of flat Earth and uh, just ridicule, and it becomes a childish back and forth you get dragged into that yeah because they they just sit there they just shake their head and they just they focus on one position on one topic because that's their strategy that's how they win these debates is by not moving on to different subjects because that's where they lose if they keep moving on to different topics they can't win those debates so they they just stick with one thing yeah and one thing i got really pissed off was with was with not with not alex's fault but Alex was being a gentleman. He was calling this one guy. Um, we're going to be respectful. He's being really nice to the guy. And the guy turned around just like 10 minutes later, called Alex an idiot, a moron. And after Alex was so very nice and gracious. Because that's and, what they do. Yeah. They're, they're just scumbags. I don't want to say it, but they're literally, they're hired help. They're scumbags. And um, they, they, they hate God. They hate they hate the truth. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's you know, now I'm, I'm, even as a believer, I get a little bit fired up and, and I say some certain things, but. I, I'm kind of like this, man. Whatever I'm thinking, I kind of say uh, right or wrong. Um, but I, I, I'm imperfect, man, like everybody else. But I, I believe, and and uh, yeah, I, I it's, you know, one thing about me, I got that Russian blood, the temper. You know, people ask, why is it Russian vids? Well, my, my my dad's from Siberia. My my mother, her parents are from um, Western Russia, so it's that Russian blood that that boils, you know, uh, at times. And I can, you know, and I, I you know, I I kind of throw fire. Uh, Fire, fire with fire, Professor Dave. I put that stack of poop on his head. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch that video, Professor Dave. I debunked a twenty-four hour midnight sun in Antarctica, and uh, he's very, he's very pompous, arrogant. Very, oh, I can't very stand him. Yeah. So what I did was I, I there's this, I photoshopped this uh, this poop on his head <laughs> during the uh, part of it, and you got to see it. But one part's funny because. He has a uh, he has the uh, the band uh, the Beatles on the back wall uh, like a picture hanging in the back, but it's funny because Paul McCartney Paul McCartney has a song, how the fool on the hill sees the sun going down and his yep. eyes sees the world spinning around. It's ironic. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's, it's the and, only song uh, I like. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny too is that one song, Strawberry Hills, nothing is real. Remember mm, that? Yeah, yeah. They put the truth in the lyrics. You know, nothing is real. You know, and yeah. Or how? How about this? Is this just real life, or is this just, or is this just fantasy? Caught in oh, a landslide. Man. You know, look up at the sky and see. You know, there's other songs too. Um, oh, uh, there's there's a ton. Yeah, there's there's a really good one. Welcome to the Grand Illusion. Don't believe the radio or the TV is just someone else's fantasy and uh, that one band was it nova scotia whatever in canada um life is just a fantasy do, do, do. life is just a fantasy and they're, they're putting the truth they're putting the easter eggs right in front of us the big one of course is with um the other canadian uh, uh rush i believe it's canadian uh, um you know all the world's indeed a stage you know and they talk about being in the um <laughs> In the uh, in the uh, living in the limelight, 
and um, the fisheye lens, and that's exactly how they fake the the. Here's one thing I should have mentioned: is the um, during like documentaries on 9/11, uh-huh. they'll like show these construction workers going up spires, and they're using they're using these fisheye lens. So it's like subconscious programming about the ball, the ball, the ball, you know. But here's the funny thing: is as they show that footage on History Channel, the camera flexes back to being level than concave because that shows you mm. the flex of the lens. So, but there's like, there's like, it's in there, you know, but, but a big part of it is the 9-11. They like to mix 9-11 and flat earth vaccines, flat earth. Like how many times have, have I covered interviews with people like on CNN, you know, this one woman, a world traveler, she said she got COVID and she goes, you know, in the sense of things, the world is flat, you know, and going back, <laughs> To 2016, Dr. Angus or Agus on CBS News saying, oh, you know, with Ebola here, and there'll be more viruses in the future because mosquitoes and, and the world is flat. And he mentioned flat like three times during that one. I'm sure you've seen the, these things, right? I, I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, but like I said, yeah, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's many things I mentioned during the show you know about, but it's good for the audience. Uh, a lot of it's, you know. You know, but right. just in case there's always gonna be that new thing. Like there's people that send me stuff I've seen a million times, but then they send me this one good Easter egg. They'll send me like ten emails, mm-hmm. nine things I've seen. But that one thing is I'm glad they sent me emails because that one thing is like, bam, I, I didn't know about that. I didn't see that before. That's a good thing to add to my uh repertoire, add to my um you know, my menu per se. But right. yeah, Dr. Agus said on CBS this morning, you know, there'll be more viruses, so they're giving us two clues. That quote, more viruses will spread. They're fake, but these viruses spread because the world is flat. You know, so uh, you know. But like I said, there's he one said lie. True. Hmm? He said that. Yeah, he said that because. Wow. He, but what I'm saying is that's the duality. One lie, one truth. That's duality. So there's a duality concept within everything. Like I tell people all the time, people to remember with this is the lie system. But the truth is in plain sight everywhere. They always wow. give us hints. Like, here's something huge. I could, you know, there's many things I can mention. Bill Clinton's book called My Life that was released, I think it was 2004, <laughs> 2005. Mm-hmm. In his book, he talks about watching, uh, watching the moon landing on TV with his, his carpenter. And this is mockery, of course, with his carpenter. And, and his carpenter says, you know, um, those television fellows, they can fake things. And he said during the uh, in his book, he said, you know, at the time I thought my my carpenter was a crank, but during my time in the White House, I saw things on TV that made me see he's he was ahead, uh, and he was ahead of the game. So literally, it's mockery. He's you know, so he's saying things he saw on TV. What happened on his watch? The fake nineteen ninety six Atlanta bombing, mm-hmm. the uh, Oklahoma City bombing, which they blew up a building. But Timothy McVeigh, they supposedly executed at 33 years old, you know, and it was a government building, easy to evacuate people. And I showed all the crisis actors there. So not to go on and on and on, but man, there's so much to cover. One last thing, all these cases from the fake 1996 bombing, I don't know if you saw my video on that, but I show a cop rubbing fake blood on a so-called victim on the ground, not a real bombing. Mm. Um, What I'm getting at is, so how can they put this all together? Well, all for all these fake events, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, Jerry Lee Loftner in Arizona, uh, 
Eric Rudolph in Atlanta, Zarnayev in Boston, yeah. all have the same lawyer in Judy Clark. So this is how uh, if people just say, well, how, you know, I have the answers. What I'm getting, I have answers to these questions. People ask, like I'll tell people about, you know, um, about space.com saying how the moon is supposedly in, in Earth's atmosphere. And I told people this before that, that the, the moon ridiculous. is within Earth's atmosphere. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. And so people will like, I'll tell people on the street, I'll tell my neighbor about it. Then he'll try to like confront me, like he'll catch me, like, well, who owns who owns space.com? Like, I'm not going to know because it's Lou Dobbs. Because Lou Dobbs, <laughs> yeah, Lou Dobbs. So they think they're going to catch me, like, oh, I'm just like some. Um, some somebody spouting something, a little bit of information. No, I look in deeper. Who right. owns it? What's what? What's the foundation? Just like TMZ, they it's owned by Time Warner. Here's something funny about the OJ case. The OJ case. I told you about the years. He wrote a book, supposedly while in while in, while in jail. It was called um, uh, "If I Did It" or whatever. I forgot the name of, of the of the audio book, but whatever whatever the case is. It was released by Time Warner. Is this a contradictory? Not a contradictory. Well, yeah, it's a contradictory because they're the ones that are covering this so-called news story. They're also the ones promoting or publishing his audiobook. A conflict of interest. A conflict of interest was the word I was looking for. And the Court TV, also owned by Time Warner. TMZ, owned by Time Warner. Uh, True TV, owned by Time Warner with Jesse Ventura. And... It's funny because Jesse Ventura is part of the pro wrestling angle where mm-hmm. he was an actor to a pro wrestler to this guy on, on TV, supposedly a truth speaker. So it, it's a, it's a, and, and, and what I'm getting at is he was a wrestler that worked for a pro wrestling organization owned by Time Warner in WCW. They own CNN. So the connections are all there. Alex Jones admitted that his worker, oh, I'm sorry, Alex, Alex Jones employee admitted to his worker that he um, works for uh, Time Warner. Uh, you hmm. see that video from years ago? I'll, I'll make it quick. Basically, Mike Hansen, an employee, a longtime employee of Alex Jones, was in Austin, Texas. I know you're in, in Texas yourself. Yeah. He was filming um, these big rig trucks being pulled over by police. And these police were like, you can't be filming. I'm like, no, you know, the Constitution allows us to be filming in public and this, this, and this. And, and the cop says, I'm just here to do my job. I was told to tell you to leave. The cop, cop asked for his ID. The guy says, I don't have to show you, but I will. And he flashed his wallet. And the cop read, and this is obviously not like something staged. This is a cop pulling up and there's traffic, all this stuff. He goes, you work for time, and he was interrupted. Basically, we was reading off, you work for Time Warner. He goes, I work for InfoWars. And the cop uh-huh. said again, it says Time, you're trying to say Time Warner again. Every time he tried to say Time Warner, Mike Hansen kept saying InfoWars.com. But basically stating Time Warner, InfoWars were on the same ID. Same like yep. a pass on controlled the opposition. Controlled op. So that's what I'm getting at with that. And that's a huge, huge one. So Alex Jones, a character, he's 33 in numerology. Infowars is 33. And he's appeared on CNN. That's the connection. CNN's yeah. owned by Time Warner. So when you see Pierce Morgan versus Alex Jones debating, it's Time it's a Time Warner operation. It's like 
Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper. They're so, all actors. They're all actors. All of them. Yeah, hundred percent. Even during a even during a lawsuit with with Alex Jones, uh, with his wife, the document showed that the defense by the lawyer for Alex Jones was he's just a character on TV. That's not really him because she tried to show, oh look how look how insane he is, how mentally unstable he is. And the lawyer's defense <laughs> was he's just he's literally just an actor. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it goes through. Anyways, Mike, I, Mikey, I appreciate it again. Uh, it's been oh. They're gonna think we're Freemasons because we've been going on for three hours and, and thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> just about. <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah. So it's good talking yeah, to you, yeah. man. And yeah, unless you want to mention anything else. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to mention anything else, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to keep you any longer. If you get, you got to get going. Oh no, no, I think you've covered more than what I was going to talk to you about. <laughs> yeah, and and any of these things we're talking about after the fact, you can always. Chop them in. I don't know if it's, it's going to be usable. Probably not because it's not, you know, maybe conducive to uh, being part of like trying to chop it in or crop it in, put it all together. Uh, but yeah, sometimes it's best to start from the start and then chop out anything you don't want in there and just, and then yeah. the, the ending is the ending and everything else is just kind of like, you know, just two guys talking about other, other stuff. And uh, yeah, there's a lot more to discuss, man. Feel free to get in contact with me uh, in the future if you want to do. You know, in months or a year, whatever, whatever, or even sooner, whatever you want to do, Definitely. feel free to get a hold of me. Um, you know, or just chop it up, whatever. All right, same here. You can contact me anytime. All right, Mikey, sounds good, man. And uh, yeah, definitely let me know what you're about to air this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share a link. Okay. On my channel to yours, and I'm going to tell people to subscribe to you and uh, get aboard your channel and um, share your work as well. All right, I appreciate it. No worries, man. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. Take care. Yeah. You talked to 100 men. What would you do if your beautiful date told you the earth was flat? I hope he'd agree with me. <laughs> agree Good with answer. her. <laughs> and you know I had to tell him. Yeah, 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 yeah. The earth is flat. Bro, you need to check your facts. I got high up through the roof And I landed on the moon The moon flat too In reality Everything is just in 2D Like a video game from 1983 Besides up and down the street But yeah, sleep Call me B.O.B. cause I don't see the curve Messing up my vibe, yeah you got a lot of nerve Read a book, nah, I don't wanna learn Read a book, nah, I don't wanna learn They say that we are cake But me and my homies, we don't say it, we just spread it I'ma leave it, not my state Do your research, how much I gotta say it Earth is flat, bro, you need to check your facts I got high up through the roof I landed on the moon, the moon flat too, in reality, everything is just in 2D, like a video game from 1983, I'm side up and down the street, while y'all sleep, y'all sleep, y'all sleep.